Welcome back to Director Showdown. It's been a long time since we rocked and rolled. Uh, <laughs> it's been a little bit. It's been a bit. It's been a little bit. I mean, the world, yeah. thankfully, is exactly as we left. I mean, it. I just got out. I just got out of the hospital. You know, yeah. after about a two week stay. And, Good. Uh, you know, I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm feeling. I don't, I don't even need to ask why. Yeah. I think that's great, and I think it's cool that you were in the hospital, it was just and I'm sure it's all fine. It's just something with my lungs. Oh, uh, well, that's totally all good and fine. Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad you guys are all at my house, mm-hmm. you know, at my apartment, which yeah. I've touched every surface of. Absolutely. <laughs> and I've, you know, I've licked as well, because I like to lick things. Absolutely. You've always been somebody who licks the couches, licks the table, just... I just, got it I got it from my cat. You know, she likes yeah, to lick things. Why, why not? We should, too. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. <laughs> Hashtag lick lick surfaces. Lick things. Hashtag twenty 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 Corona lick things twenty twenty. Yeah. Um. But yeah, guys. Uh, we are back with our fourth dealer's choice episode. We're finally doing it. Sorry for the break. Things have been a little crazy in many <laughs> ways, in many aspects. Many ways of all um, of our lives. Yeah. yeah. Uh. But we're back talking movies. That we love. And talking, I will say thank you to our guest, Eric Caceres. How's it going? <laughs> who won the competition for picking the first, uh, <laughs> I think, widely regarded, uh, the first good movie. <laughs> Cinematic we, masterpiece. Well, well yeah. before, before we even get into okay, it, yeah, Brent, yeah, yeah. please explain that this wasn't rigged, because this is all on okay. you. <laughs> Listen. Because I'm pretty sure we're going to get a lot of flack from uh, some <laughs> sure. certain followers. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. This is, yeah. This is a trusted uh, process here. There's a lot of checks and balances. The checks and balances are via a specific website that has a lot of ads, uh, a lot of <laughs> pop-ups that I go to, and I plug in a tweet, and it selects one person who retweeted said tweet okay. as a winner. Yeah. That winner is Eric Caceres. Woo! And, <laughs> That's why uh, he's here today, yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a process I think we can trust. I don't know any better way of doing it, frankly. <laughs> if I find one, I will gladly do that. Um, I think all the other options I looked into uh, that pick a tweet or well, pick a person well, just to from make a sure retweet. that yeah. we we are unbiased here. Can you name out all the people who retweeted? Oh man, putting me on the spot. Let me get that here, <laughs> and we can talk about you other mean, stuff you for mean a second. You didn't have it memorized. I, <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot of people. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. There's not a lot of people that. Uh, oh man, it's a ways back. Let's see here. Okay, well, I forgot that we did this. I'll I'll, I'll go over this poll. I think we brought it up on a prior episode back in Jan- it's late January. I said just wanting to test the waters here. Potential bonus episode you'd want us to cover most. The options, House Guest with Simbad, <laughs> oh, uh, First Kid with Simbad coming in with 22%, Doolittle, uh, The Hit, Robert Downey Jr. film, everybody remembers from earlier this year, 11%. And the winner, obviously, was Cats. Was Cats. Coming in with <laughs> 67 where's those buttholes at? Listen, <laughs> got to see that butthole cut. It's butthole the only way cut. we're watching the movie. 
Catch like, one. We'll do it if they release the fucking it's bat like, hole. It's cut like watching Irishman on it's Netflix. Why the would Zach you do Snyder that? cuts of cats. It's yeah, exactly. It's like why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Snyder cut. The butt of yeah. Razzie winner uh, cats. Um, <laughs> I mean, like if you're gonna watch cats, you might as well watch it with buttholes. Like what? It, I mean, why not? It's already a fucking like mess. Yeah. Might as well have the buttholes. Apparently, in there. they they had to remove over two hundred buttholes, cat buttholes. <laughs> People were hired. Do you guys okay, know no, about no, this? yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So, what do you think? It, who do? You, what do you think is the name of the guy who was the butthole remover? What's his name? Like, let's let's make a let's let's just make a, a picture of who this, okay. this gentleman may be. This guy or a girl could be a girl. Yeah, this person is <laughs> a hardworking visual effects artist. Just got probably, out of college. Pro- just got done reworking <laughs> Doolittle. Just got done putting the finishing touches yeah. on the 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 third version of Doolittle uh, after reshooting it three times. And they've been at they the did. firm Never for forget. about like two years and they're yeah. looking for that next promotion. Like, how am I going to get Where, where am I going <laughs> where, next? Tom what, Hooper. Oh, what, Tom what? Hooper's calling. Academy this Award King, winner? King's speech? Tom, King's speech. King's speech. Best picture winner. Tom Hooper. He's making a musical? Les Mis? Come let me, on. Let me pick up the phone. Uh, uh, hello, uh, I'm... I don't know how he talks. Uh, I know he's British, though. <laughs> hello, I'm, I'm fucking Tom I'm, Hooper. I'm Tom Hooper. I'm putting the finishing touches on my Cats musical. Now listen, we went a little hard in some specific directions, <laughs> and a little, uh, there's a lot of anal glands in the film, and we need to anal glands, anal glands, because he's a proper British a gentleman, proper Brit- and he wants to frame it in the right way. And so this person says, "I mean, cats. It's going to be a fucking hit. It's an Academy Award Everyone winning knows director. Cats. Yeah, Everyone knows cats. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe all I'm doing is erasing buttholes." But it's going to be, it, it's going to be probably an Academy Award winner. So, so this person, you know, they 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 say, you know what, I'm done with this firm. I'm done with doing buttholes. Yeah, I'm moving on. I'm gonna go work for Disney or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, they put up their resume and uh, and what's his name? Fucking Bob. I what's his name? Iger. I yeah yeah. He's like okay. Well, let me look. This resume here it says that you did a, oh. a Tom Hooper film. Okay, <laughs> okay. What, what 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 was it, what was that all about? Well, uh, my my specific position was uh, erasing certain visual effects artifacts from the film. <laughs> they felt they went a little too into certain directions. And uh, okay, well, uh, can I can you show me can the you, portfolio you, yeah, of you, work of? Uh, <laughs> Do you have a video of the before and after? <laughs> Listen, that's all I want to see. I want to see. That's how I'm watching cats. I'm not watching cats. Yeah. It's a drinking game right there, man. Just every time you every see butthole. a butthole. Every time you see a butthole, <laughs> you'll get shit face drunk and probably be dead by the end of the movie. Man, enjoy this like, anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, if wanting to see Taylor Swift's butthole makes me... A bad man, then I don't. I I call yeah. me the fucking devil here. Listen, right? I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'll let you say that opinion and just piggyback on the fact that you've said it. Hey, but you you, you would not want to see T Swift's um, pristine butthole. I'm putting. The, 
Come on, Eric. <laughs> putting that putting that direct I mean, out into the universe, huh? It's like her cat butthole, though. It's not like her. I mean, either way, Who I don't cares? know if I. That's the thing, Eric. We don't know. It might be. It, it might, might be. They might, might have be. gotten like digital <laughs> scans. That's what they do. Do you guys know? Okay, when they get like digital scans of actors yeah. now, apparently. What I've heard is they're basically naked. Like they want yeah, like yeah, your yeah, yeah. full oh, body. Sure, Maybe yeah. Tom was like, "Oh, can you remove the the skin the, garment underneath? We just <laughs> we just need every every so piece." So I'm of, I'm getting the what blue, a creep. I'm getting the Blu-ray. What a fucking creep Tom is. I'm gonna get the Blu-ray. <laughs> okay, cats, ready to get it? And okay. it's going to de- it better have a behind the scenes where it has Tom Hooper saying, "Yes, on this butthole you have about um, <laughs> you got about five six lines on T- Taylor Swift. That's accurate." From uh, oh, a scans here, I feel like it also yeah. be uh, uh, buttholes aside. It would be a disservice if they didn't do a commentary with Stone Seth Rogen, the way he did the Twitter. Oh my gosh, live feed. that Twitter thread! Like they just have to Excellent. do a commentary yeah, yeah. of him watching. This. Yeah, I hope that comes out of uh, this coronavirus lockdown. <laughs> like Seth Rogen doing like commentary. That would be amazing. Actually, just, movies, just any celebrities. Cool. It's like Master or what's it called? Uh, uh, how did this get made? Kind of, or kind of, but like, uh, what's oh, that? Oh, yeah, uh, science master theater. What can't mystery think of? science mystery science theater? theater. Yeah, mystery yeah. science theater style <laughs> my commentaries. Guard, yeah, podcast. You can just download podcast, watch it while you're. Uh, That's true. <laughs> yeah, like watching the movie. Um, <laughs> well, now we have to watch cats. The, only the butthole cut is all I'm saying. <laughs> that's the only version that, I'm that's watching. That's like your fucking cop out, though. Well, but buttholes are not. I'm down. I'm down to do the cats episode. If you're down, <laughs> I'm down. Dude, we'll do I've it. I've been down to do cats before we had the pool, man. Yeah, he's holding his cat. I've he's <laughs> that's how down he is for the cats episodes. He's holding Fauna's hands right now. <laughs> I mean, like. Apparently only T Swift's in it for like what five minutes or something, which is the most disappointing part about that. That is disappointing because like, I like that. I like T Swift uh, yeah. cat version, and we had to deal with Rebel Wilson, you know. Yeah, and her and her roaches. Her like, have you seen that? No, have you? Oh, oh man. man, Christ Almighty! <laughs> it's a, a fucking nightmare, man. I'll send you the clip on uh, Twitter after this. <laughs> it, was, it, it reminds a, me of um, was it Joe's apartment or something? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. For all you, uh, it's so gross. For all you Zoomers out there, Joe's yeah. apartment was a film back in the nineties. I've never seen that. Yes, yeah, it was no, the first no. MTV film actually. You, what uh, it, who's in it? Joe uh, Jerry O'Connell. Uh, Jerry Connell. Jerry, o- Jerry it wasn't John Leguizamo. For nah, some reason, was, I feel like the past. like the past. Yeah, I I just feel like John Leguizamo in the nineties did a bunch of. Dirty he was in things. everything. It's no, like, he was, no, Leguizamo's in this. Well, because he was in Spawn and he was just like the nasty fuck. Clown the nasty guy. clown. He was man. great too. As yeah. I mean, he was good as yeah. the nasty yeah. clown man. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, listen. All right, Brent, your yeah. best John Leguizamo impression. Right <laughs> okay. I'll put you on the spot here. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey, listen, John Wick, I, I fix up cars here, okay? Uh, you, uh, that's a bad I can't. <laughs> I, bad. Okay, I, I don't know. I, I can uh, see the thing it. is, yeah. he changes it. It's like you got Chef Leguizamo, which, what's by the way, we're going to talk Chef at some point. We're doing Chef. What's Chef Leguizamo? Oh, we should probably do, uh, what's his name? The guy who made John, Chef. John Fa- oh, Favreau. John Favreau. Favreau. We Favreau. should probably do Favreau next. We could do Favreau. Fa- Favreau's just got some interesting fucking movies. I want to put you guys on the spot, but I would love to see Taika versus uh, Edgar Wright. But Taika? I think you guys have planned Fuck. Oh, you have no idea what you... Okay, we so Eric, we haven't out. decided what we're doing <laughs> next. I wanted to do this we off were... air, but I had to put you on no, the no, spot. No, no, no. Let me you... just put this 
on oh mic right my. now. Like we yeah, were we talking about yeah. uh, outside. We were like, before you got things here, are, things yeah. are kind of rough. We want to like, do something we should, happy. We do comedies, you know. Yeah, Edgar Wright would be cool. But it's like originally our original idea was him versus uh, Yorgos Lor- Lanthimos. Yorgos Lanthimos, and it's like that guy, very not dark. a not a positive uh, <laughs> filmography. Um, God damn, that's a good matchup though. That's for a good Edgar. matchup. That's a really good matchup. If y'all do that, I would like to call dibs on Eagle versus Shark. Well, you're the one who brought oh, it up. Oh, so Eagle versus Shark. Fuck. I fucking okay. love that movie. It's one of my favorites. I see, that's the. Uh, what, what were we gonna say? No, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say that's the one that I don't know. I guess we'd include it because both of them have short filmographies. Yeah. So it's like, because I, I, to me, I think of Taika, and maybe we're like spoiling the, I don't know, whatever future uh, season, but it's like, yeah, I think like Boy, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, What We Do in the Shadows, and like JoJo, because it's like his big Oscar winning Yeah, game, I, you know? I, if y'all don't do Yuga versus Jack, I would five, like to do JoJo. <laughs> could we get five Edgars, though? Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. There the, are five. The, the three. The Neapolitan. And Baby Driver. Yeah. Fuck, there's five. Yeah, the ice God cream. Damn, Eric. Corn, okay. Cornello. And I've never <laughs> I thought about this, actually. For, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. We I wanted, wanted to do a proposal do uh, Shark Tank style. Well, there you go. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're not we're not hard guys to please, <laughs> yeah. honestly. You, I think you may have willed the next season <laughs> yes. in being, yeah. like, talking about it. And speaking yeah. of comedies, the comedy that oh, we're, uh, what, what we're talking about today <laughs> is uh, Wet Hot America. American Summer by David Wayne. And it's so yeah. funny because David Wayne, I, I haven't seen this movie until now, and I just feel like a terrible person because yeah. I love Stella. Stella is one of my favorite shows. I don't know if you guys ever watched yeah. that. The, the I, I didn't see every Wayne. episode, but yes. and I also didn't fully grasp that comedy sensibility when I first <laughs> saw it. Because I had friends advanced. that were like it's advanced. Yeah, like hey. Derek, our mm. friend Derek mm. Spiller. Uh, used to like show us like I always feel like I think about Derek as like being like on the cutting edge of cool stuff like that's yeah. still how I think about Derek as like he would he would always be listening to like like it, Derek got me into like Animal Collective and like uh, oh, yeah. just like yeah cool, flaming like, lips the cool and, shit yeah. yeah um and yeah Derek is responsible for a lot of cool shit I'm into honestly yeah, yeah. shout out to Derek fucking cool Derek guy. Spiller you're a cool we gotta guy. get him on the fucking we'll pod I don't know what he's pod. been up to recently <laughs> he but, doesn't uh, seem like a podcast kind of guy though. Yeah, maybe not. Who knows? You know, it's okay. If you don't want to come on, that's fine, Derek. We're just giving you a shout-out. But, uh, yeah, no, he... uh, What the fuck was I just going to say? Yeah, no, he showed us Stella, I think, back in the day, or showed me, or I think us. um, And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is wacky. It's kind of fucking brilliant. And I I, I was like, I was just into, like, super bad and stuff like that. I was was into the Rogan stuff, you know? Yeah. but it, and it took a while to come around to that. Um, you, it, it's kind of like it's like kind of reading like David Foster Wallace or something. You gotta get into their mind space a bit <laughs> before like you can't just dive into Infinite Jest and say like yeah okay. Have you tried no. reading Infinite? Have you read Infinite Jest? I've read like the first chapter and I was like no. I've heard. I've heard that there's <laughs> yeah. like I like to write in footnotes and uh, a lot of the Ringer people who write. Take yeah, the you're, footnotes. you're a big footnotes guy. Yeah, I, yeah. I love it because I've gotten it from like Shea Serrano and like Bill Simmons. And Bill Simmons stole that from David Foster Wallace. Oh, really? Except David Foster Wallace would have a footnote that was 30 pages long. And I was talk- I was listening to somebody that talk about it. <laughs> and they were like, yeah. you're reading this page. And, it's, and then all of a sudden there's a footnote and there's like this whole other side story. And it's a hassle. But when you get through it, it almost feels like a reward. Like it makes you understand the next sentence even better. Yeah. So I love cool. that aspect of it. But yeah, I could totally see Stella's very much like that. It's like, 
it's almost like breaking the fifth wall or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, you, 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 you have to get into, like, what they're trying to convey as yeah. opposed to, like, assuming that... Because that's the thing with, like, postmodernism, because David Foster Wallace is, like, super postmodern. Mm-hmm. Same with, like, Thomas Pinchon and... Even like a lot of com- a lot of absurdist comedy is like postmodern because of it's just like mm. identifying the media that it's in and reflecting on it. And even Wet Hot American Summer is like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. And the way that it comments on like those just those old school like summer movies, you know. <laughs> and that's what I was kind of. I almost thought that's how it was gonna be until like. <laughs> I think what really nailed it on the head for me in this movie was uh, when they went into town and they just started (laughs) doing all those drugs. And I was like, one of the best montages. (laughs) Because I was on my phone, like, fucking around, and then I looked up and they started shooting heroin. I was like, oh, this is. This is finally this movie's going the way that I thought like yeah. with David Wayne cuz I thought cuz I was like this is weird for David Wayne to be doing kind of like <laughs> you know you know a pretty like standard comedy and then that happened I was like okay yeah now now, now we're in his it's, territory It's him yeah. it's definitely like him figuring out that stuff because it yeah. it has yeah. a lot of yeah of the tropes of kind of like those 70s 80s like raunch comedies yeah. and it's like it's like satirizing them in a, in a lot of ways, yeah, but it's satirizing all, a, a yeah. comedy, which is a hard thing to do. Absolutely, you know? yeah. yeah. And I think it's why like we should talk about how this movie was not a hit at all when yeah. it came out, and it was like very misunderstood. Like this movie <laughs> yeah. still has incredibly mixed like reviews. Like uh, if you look it up anywhere, like it's, it's that's how you know you did a good job though, because I feel like when, yeah, when you so. have like the those those mixed reviews. That's when you had a you have a good movie, I think. Yeah, a movie you, that you're challenging makes people talk things, and yeah. challenges the status quo. Mm. It it feels very ahead of its time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's kind of like you have to establish a palette for this type of comedy. To <laughs> and that sounds real pretentious. Oh but no, it makes sense. It, for yeah, sure. yeah. Because yeah. you can't just go from like liking super bad to like like. And I love super bad. Yeah, like, yeah. But like from going to that to this, it's just <laughs> well, you different. can't. I mean, it's bringing back to that metaphor of postmodernism. Like, you can't understand postmodernism unless you understand contemporary literature. You can't understand yeah. this if you don't have any context of like <laughs> context is of, key, yeah. of the you know those '80s comedies. Mm-hmm. Like, how how can you like get those tropes without the prior context? You know yeah. what I mean? I think the best part about this is that like there's a version of the movie called the fart version where they just insert farts. And that type of it's that type of movie, yeah. but also we're talking about fucking David Foster Wallace yeah, in yeah, reference yeah. to it. Like it's yeah. on so many levels, it's so yeah, ridiculous yeah. that, that it, it it really breaks the mode of like these like bad comedies, but also like good through bad, but also not not so bad that it's good. It's just that it's bad. I don't know. I'm, I'm I've gone cross-eyed. It's just well, like <laughs> no. Well, it's about the intent yeah. here. Yeah, you know, like they know what they were doing with it, to, as to opposed me, to just this, random this, shit. You know, yeah. This this movie's uh, this movie is to comedies of the era as to memes are now yeah. to the internet. <laughs> it's like it's like what what we like when we look at a meme and there's like three or four different layers or levels like yeah. acting on our enjoyment are like. 
laughter of, of looking at a specific meme. It's, it's like uh, what this movie was doing with comedies at the time. It's like mm. taking this whole big boiling pot of like what you know of these, of the these tropes, movies. Yeah. 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 Of like all the tropes and, and same with cabin in the woods, you know, that, that's a, I watched it for the yeah. first time on Friday. Yeah. 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 What, what do you think? What do you think of it? I man? knew kind of what, I, I wasn't surprised because I had heard, read kind okay. of about it. So yeah. that element was taken away from me in a way. Yeah. Um, but uh, I went from really enjoying it to really hating it Whoa, to okay. really liking it again. <laughs> I could see that. And then it I ended and that. I was yeah. kind of like, huh, I don't know how I feel about it. But yeah. I definitely liked it more than I thought I would. I, I'm in that kind of lukewarm. Like, I, I don't hate Cabin in the Woods. I know a lot of people love it, but yeah. um, I'm not very interested in watching it again. You know, I mean, that's just me. Like, I, I, I think it's just because, like, I'm not, like, a very, like, horror movie slasher, like, um, yeah. fan. Yeah, I feel like maybe it was 10 know? years too late. You think so? I think if it would have came out at the same time with Hot American Summer, then again, probably less people mm. would be talking about it. Yeah. yeah. So it, it just kind of, there's, like, that one era. and uh, That's an interesting comparison, man. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> what Wet Hot does for the romantic, no, not romantic, the, the teen comedy, teen comedy. Yeah, is yeah. what... Uh, yeah, is what uh, Cabin in the Woods is doing for horror movies. I it's a movie I really love and like appreciate more every time I watch it. Honestly, Cabin in the Woods, like I I love that it breaks. Oh, it it really breaks the uh, formula of like horror movies where it's like yeah. we're boiling this down. It's all bullshit. Everybody dies. Like I I really I yeah, kind of didn't yeah. like the ending yeah. when I first saw it. And then, like, upon rewatching it, I was like, kind of threw me off there. Yeah. Yeah. The special yeah. effects, because it's a limited budget, whatever. But, like, uh, I really appreciate that it's like, yeah, fuck all this bullshit. Uh, it's like, it, yeah, the, the bad guy wins, everybody dies, but, like, they didn't sacrifice their integrity for it. I, guess. I don't know. But that's that's yeah. a topic for another discussion. I, <laughs> I just wanted to bring up on the screen that uh, when Paul oh, Rudd yeah. was supposed to be lifeguarding and that kid, like, was drowning. <laughs> He just drowns and he just dies. There's yeah, nothing that dies. comes from it. Yeah, it's absolutely. great. It's. <laughs> I think yeah. Paul Rudd is my favorite character in this entire movie. He's fucking fun. The, okay. The the oh, scene that, His that like acting. Oh, dude. Yeah. When the, he has to pick up. That's the best part. <laughs> Him picking up the fucking. Yeah. The the trap the trap. <laughs> he throws it on the ground. <laughs> That, oh like, my god! Dude. I wish we could audio like reenact like, but <laughs> yeah. it's all fucking physical it's, how he does that, it. That, I will say yeah. that is what will be hard for a comedy season. Yeah, is a lot of it is is physical humor and like how do you talk about jokes and make that <laughs> funny? But it's like uh, I think we're up to that challenge. But yeah, but yeah, I mean Rudd in this movie and just like every scene he has with his. Uh, like girlfriend yeah where like right. he'll like make out with her and then like shove her face <laughs> away it's just like that's fucking just that flick her off so, and shit. yeah it's like fuck you i love you <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's so just great. to get the bad boy trope like to the <laughs> extreme level of it yeah you know? it, it's yeah man it's uh so i want to ask you eric like what's your context with this movie like did you see it when you were pretty young and like have you loved this movie for a long time i had heard of it when I was when it came out, but I assumed it was like Porky's, and I was right. fourteen oh, okay. when it came out. Interesting. So I'm like, oh, yeah. like 
I can't watch that movie. I got to wait for my parents to go to sleep type of movie. And it was on Comedy Central. I'm like, oh, no, this is what? not what I was expecting. But <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. uh, it's called Wet Hot American yeah. Summer. I thought it would be titties yeah. everywhere. Yeah, that was like a Skinamax yeah. movie or something. Yeah. yeah. And at the time, I mean, I, I recognize people in here. I knew who Paul Rudd was. I knew Janine Garofalo. But all these people who were in it were not famous back then. No, yeah, it's kind of crazy. All, yeah. And it's so nuts to like see it now and like... Most Bradley of the cast is, yeah. Cooper. First yeah. movie. Is it his first, first movie? movie? His first performance yeah. as a homosexual <laughs> um, theater Which, producer. God, that arc, dude, is so <laughs> excellent. I love... The arc is amazing. Just Yeah, yeah just to talk, to talk about that, him and uh, Michael Ian Black. This is my yeah. favorite part. I'm sorry. Oh, just, oh no problem. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I need some lube. It's for my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> An incredible fucking line. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is when they're going into town. Yeah, yeah I forgot it's this early. Like that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I love the the joke there being with Bradley Cooper and like Michael Ian Black is the joke being that at the time of the era, God, this movie's so ahead of its time. Yeah. It's like you you expect the like the gay guy or whatever to be the joke, and yeah. it's like. Uh, even movies like 10 years no, after this yeah. are still doing that joke, like that yeah. quote-unquote joke. They had a very sincere and genuine like relationship. Well, yeah, and in the sex scene. It was all played very yeah. like, romantically in a way that wasn't even like... Yeah, you know, it wasn't like making fun of them in a way, the, which is the, the I- most interesting part about it. Yeah, yeah, like the uh, the steamiest sex scene yeah. in the movie <laughs> is the, them in the closet, and it's this really like romantic, it's a romantic thing, like yeah. sex scene, and it's like cutting. I think it it like when it happens, it like cuts away from uh s- like some other thing that you expect to be like the teen like. Mm. Uh, I don't know, like, was it the scene where, like, the chicks are, like, like cleaning themselves and something like that? But like, skinny dipping and then... Yeah, yeah. and then it cuts to that, and you're like, oh, this is doing something totally different and interesting. And just the continuous joke of uh, his friends being like, hey, we got you a present, (laughs) and that it's just this very sincere, like, wedding (laughs) gift. It's like a fondue set or something. (laughs) I thought, like, a bunch of, like, goats were going to come out and stampede them or something. Like, some fucking shit. But no, it's like a lot. It was like, it was actually super adorable because it's like, oh, this is this is your preconceived like prejudice. You thought they were gonna fucking yeah, like, hate yeah. on these. It guys like weaponizes what you know of these types of movies like against you. Yeah, and yeah. like pays that off in a, a satisfying way. I, I think it's it's telling to me how formative and how much fun Bradley Cooper had yeah. with this movie that he came back for the at least one of the Netflix shows. Yeah, the, the prequel. prequel right? All right, theory time. Yeah, this movie is. There, there, there is. I'm, I'm pulling this out of my ass right okay, now. Okay, okay. There is a black hole, and they are. This camp is located on a black hole because there is so much time dilation going on in this movie. <laughs> it is, and yeah. it has to do with space. It's been it's been thirty oh. minutes. That's yeah, right. dude. That, when they just stand on the, <laughs> they just look at the wall. <laughs> but God. it was yet yeah, like. Th- because there has to be time dilate. This is my like crazy crackpot <laughs> theory about it. Yeah, yeah. That you know they 
the astrophysicist had accidentally <laughs> made a, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a black hole or something appear on their location with That's a, with a machine. That's why they three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're constantly, they're, they're constantly replaying the same day over and over again. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm playing Outer it's, Wilds. That's why. I yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's, it's Groundhog's Day 10 years into their fucking yeah. like repeat day. That's that's funny, uh, and like when they do the montage scene, like with um, what's his name, fucking uh, the other Michael, Michael Showalter, Showalter. Yeah, 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 and uh, he was training with the the chef, <laughs> and he like just becomes like this like I don't even know what he becomes like some karate guy <laughs> like what is he? <laughs> <laughs> I hope our listeners are understanding the, yeah, yeah. the amount of go reference. go watch it. Go, go watch, watch it. Get, get the yeah. stars. And like trial. fifteen minutes have elapsed in the time. It's like seven thirty yeah. in the cafeteria. <laughs> He's crying, and then there's this montage, yeah. and then the next thing says seven forty five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's it's just so somehow great. like they're, they're like dancing and shit, and like train those training montages. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, it's uh, God, yeah, man. Uh, so many of the. Uh, well, and I wanted to ask you, Adam, do you know about the Netflix uh, shows that they've done in the past few years? So they made an entire 10 episode prequel show that was, what is it? Was it just the day before? The first day with camp. So this is the, the last day of day. camp and this is the first day. Yeah. They made a whole 10 the episodes. Actors? Yeah. They brought everybody years back. They brought <laughs> and it's a prequel. Just think about <laughs> That's that. That's amazing. And Bradley Cooper's in it. I didn't yeah. watch it. It's like my, Michael Showalter has, he's an older Did guy. Did he get now, the kids like, back too? Some of them. Some of them. Oh, yeah. Michael wow. Showalter has put on like 40 pounds, 30, 40 pounds. Like he's an older he guy is, now yeah. and he's playing the same <laughs> fucking character. And it's, it's so, okay. So I want to talk about this. They're advanced. These guys are advanced level. Yeah. These yeah. Guys, exactly. It's, it's really, I want to, I want to talk about this. Cause my, uh, yeah. my view into this movie was, I hadn't seen this before I watched that oh, show. Yeah. I remember we talked about this on Twitter when That's you were watching yeah. the show. Same thing to which do. is which is crazy, but I was yeah. like, oh, I've never seen Wet Hot American Summer. There's this prequel show coming out that looks fucking hilarious. What if I just watched the prequel show first and then just watched the movie? And it's yeah, it's it's as insane as uh, as that sounds. Like I uh That's such a funny thought process like what do you think that it would be like <laughs> i just thought the joke of that would be interesting to see play out because i was like <laughs> well and what was interesting about it when i was watching the show is i was like this is fucking crazy <laughs> like the whole show uh, J- uh john h benjamin is that his h john name? benjamin yeah h john <laughs> benjamin yeah he's a fucking vegetable can yeah, yeah through the whole show he's a fucking can of vegetables and i was like <laughs> what is this and they the set moon. up they set up in the show that there's like a toxic waste spill <laughs> and like all this shit but it's like played as like a joke clearly and uh but but yeah it just got to when the uh when i watched the movie finally i was like oh that's that's retroactively yeah. making the show funnier. Yeah, yeah. The fact that yeah, all of this dumb like, shit yeah. was in the movie. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it was just a weird, like, way to view it for the first time, but... It, it's a, yeah. it feels like a writing yeah, exercise ahead. in the sense that, like, they wrote the movie, and, like, they probably had no intention of doing anything else with it, and they're like, hey, yeah. let's let's see how we can explain some of the weird shit that <laughs> happened in the movie. Yeah, right? but it yeah. seemed like a takedown, almost, yeah. of prequels. Like, the whole thing yeah. was this ridiculous, <laughs> like... How can we like the so it's like commentary it? on like the new prequels that have come out on yeah. old movies 
on a whole bunch of old movies. That's what it it, yeah. it plays like that. Like Michael Showalter plays uh, fucking Ronald Reagan <laughs> yeah, in it. Wow. It's fucking bizarre, man. It's well, so doesn't weird. Doesn't he also play the fucking MC? Yeah. Isn't that him as well in this? Yeah. He's oh. the old guy. The old guy MC who's making all those old jokes. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about <laughs> the, that. The escalation of those jokes because it's like the yeah. jokes you're saying are just very like old person. Yeah, and, like, they're, they're not la- very good. Their reaction is just yeah. so funny, and then when it gets to the point, it's like I'm so old. Fucking Jesus Christ, what's my like, counselor? Cal- like counselor. <laughs> the level of like leading up to that was just so perfect. And I and feel like they, they they recycled the same clip of them like laughing. Yeah, like I don't, I can't verify this. <laughs> I, right that now. feels completely but it feels right. yeah. because <laughs> did you guys notice every time they threw. Something is the same fucking sound effect. It's the yeah. same, same pot. Yeah, the same pottery. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is kind of. That was my first inkling. Like, okay, this is David Wayne. Yeah, doing this. Exactly. Was David Wayne at all in this movie? I don't think no. so. Right? He prequels. was in the prequel oh, as the prequel. a uh, yeah. a hot Jewish kid, He's specifically like an Israeli like national. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Yeah, I'm remembering all that shit now. He's it's basically so Zohan. Weird. Because <laughs> yeah, this is like a yeah. Jewish camp, right? That's a whole like. Thing. I think that's part of the yeah. joke. Yeah, because yeah, she's yeah. like saying all the names are all, all like Jewish, yeah. Burger and <laughs> Zimmer, Stein, yeah. Zimmerberg. Yeah. Because um, it, yeah, yeah. I don't no, know if we can make any Jewish jokes on. This <laughs> yeah, we can leave it there. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, man, just the yeah. Well, and especially seeing this so late, like I feel. Like, God, we're just going to be laughing at this movie playing in the background. He, what's this guy's name again? Like Joe Latrulio. Joe yeah. Latrulio. And yeah. how he finds a fucking motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. And his whole journey back. The funniest clip of this fucking movie is, uh, what's that actor's name? Ken Marino. Who's Ken Marino in, um, Children's driving Hospital. the van yeah. and hitting the fucking tree. <laughs> yes. God damn it, dude. So good. <laughs> he posted a gif on Twitter. <laughs> And I think it was at work when I saw it, and I like spit out my drink. Yeah. I, and I know it's gonna you happen. Just think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everything about like everyone in here, like their facial expressions, like from yeah. a comedic standpoint, it just it looks so much easier than it is. But they yeah. just sell it. So uh, like <laughs> Joe Latrillo reaching while he's on the motorcycle. <laughs> like, how, like how is he not catching up to him? <laughs> the thing is, yeah, man, like thinking about this movie and like what the production must have been like, <laughs> especially hearing how it was like a nightmare yeah. raining every day. And so like the few scenes outside were just like See, in between rain and like all this shit. I, I want to comment on like the, absur- the absurd absurdist comedy here because it's yeah. just like. I think absurdist comedy is very, it's very difficult to do. Yeah. It's very hard. For sure. And I'm a big fan of Tim and Eric. And even Tim and Eric, there's some misses. You know what I mean? For sure. But generally, like, I'm, like, I think Tim and Eric are, like, genius, like, um, comedians. Yeah. And it's, like, here, like, with the haystack in the middle of the road with the (laughs) motorcycle, it's, like, I mean, like, uh, I wonder... How much is it because we know of the context of David Wayne and his t- his mind space, or how much is it actually because of the absurdist comedy? And and that's I feel like yeah. the and this is like a commentary on the sub- subjectivity of comedy itself is like knowing the mind space again. Like yeah. I know this is David Wayne, I know what he's doing, 
that's why I get this hay in the middle of the road and how absurd it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah I think yeah. it's also like, it's very Mel Brooks-ish. Yeah. Um, like yeah, it, it really is, for sure. Yeah. It's very Blazing Saddles. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the yeah. fucking toll road. We need a shitload of dimes. That's that's <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. You know, yeah. in 2001. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it takes from cartoons. Like, it, that's a Looney Tunes joke, you know? And it's oh, just, for sure. The fi- Yeah, the physical humor yeah. in this movie. It's just so funny. Like, I know Chappelle, when he was on... Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, with Lipton, James Lipton. Oh, Actor Studio. Inside Actor yeah, Studio, yeah. yeah. They talked about his influences, and he's like, "This is going to sound crazy with Bugs Bunny." And it's so funny to to yeah, look for sure. Like it's cool. comedy yeah. now and yeah. see it is very Looney Tunes, you know. And yeah. like that's just one example of that. I think for it's sure. really interesting. <laughs> We're having yeah. the, the, the very romantic love scene between Bradley Cooper yeah. and God. It's uh, shot Michael like a fucking like. Tak Fujimoto and fucking I don't know I don't know no, man some it's Patrick like Swayze film dude. yeah it's yeah like, exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah you know it's so well and then it cuts to the fuck yeah that's right <laughs> that's what it is it's cutting yeah. to his two friends like making jokes about about can you about believe him. American Sniper on his first like performance got <laughs> Brad, Brad Bradley the, Cooper here man in yeah. the the documentary about the making of this movie it's made su- it's me a, such a good documentary. It yeah. made me love Bradley Cooper because yeah. he looked just so happy to be there. Like he was smiling in every like yeah. every yeah. like interview or whatever. And the fact that he did the prequel and he's like the huge like A list yeah. star and he came yeah. back and did the prequel made me realize like oh like he's one of the good ones. It seems well, he's one of the good ones. Well, have you sure. seen his his like inside the actor studio like appearances? Like he's in the audience. Yeah, he was a student. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so like Robert De Niro was on and he like he's this like nervous like young actor like standing up like uh, what when you were uh, doing Taxi Driver and he was like sincerely just trying to yeah. like figure out like how he got into the mindset of like taxi driver and it's just like yeah it's a, he seems like a guy who just like loves the art of yeah. like, acting and he knows where he came stuff. from yeah yeah it yeah. doesn't help that he's a snack well i <laughs> mean hey, yeah. hey uh, it's funny because because louis ck has got this uh, i don't want to bring up louis ck <laughs> oh, oh canceled yeah, yeah. oh when he was canceled. on i think i know because he, yeah. he brings up like oh you got these these fucking students and inside actually like they're not going to be a big star and then like there's a clip Bradley Cooper asking questions, and then it cuts to a clip of Bradley Cooper in um, that one movie, The Big Hustle, or uh, oh, with, American uh, Hustle, American, American Hustle. Hustle, yeah, where Louis C.K. is like getting like roasted by Bradley Cooper. Oh, like, that's great! It was yeah. so like meta commentary, almost yeah. <laughs> yeah. accidental meta commentary. Yeah. Oh, the way things work out sometimes. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, man. Um, fuck. Yeah, what else should we talk about? Okay, Fraser guy. Fraser guy. What is Fraser guy's Some name? David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce is probably my favorite character. Again. <laughs> his all of his humor is so fucking like airplane. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, yeah. Uh, who's the actor in Airplane? The um, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's like the Leslie Nielsen character. And I'm trying to think of specific jokes from this movie. He plays it so straight in this. The very yeah, his yeah. first like appearance when like she like puts out her hand to shake it and he hands her the a little tool and she's like oh okay, okay yeah. well and then when she like asks him like i said no yeah, yeah that that came out fucking i was like what it's so great yeah he's so like he takes everything literally yeah like he's uh uh there's some comedy recently of somebody taking everything literally and i forgot what it is uh oh yeah they're getting married yeah, amy poehler it's very her nice first oh, yeah thing. 
Um, was it her first thing? Yeah. It had to be. I mean, she was on first. SNL. This, so that, this was before SNL. Was it I think, before I SNL? Think. Huh. Maybe at the same Maybe time. Maybe SNL era, yeah. Yeah. When she squeezed in in the summer season. Mm-hmm. You got Molly Shannon from SNL as uh, well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder how she's doing. That right arc now. is fucking hilarious. Just the, the little kid. First oh, of all, the yeah. way the, the little kid's accent just makes everything he says funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I don't want to talk about my gender, but most men are kind of schmucks. Like yeah, everything. Yeah, about excuse my Yiddish. <laughs> excuse my Yiddish. Yeah, our insensitive schmucks. Yeah. <laughs> and what's up with this fucking weirdo robot guy? So he comes back for the prequel, right? The weird like uh, robot guy. I think He's so. In it. And I think they get into... See, the thing is, now that I've seen the movie a couple times, I want to watch the prequel yeah, again yeah. to further appreciate the prequel and like see the gags that it sets up there. I um, think the best joke, not to like spoil the, the prequel, but the best joke that works better if you watch the movie first is Am- A- Abby Bernstein, the one that Ken Marino wants to have sex with, yeah. the chewing the gum all the time. Her introduction in the prequel is like she's a little girl. And then she has her period, and then she turns into the slutty Abby Bernstein that we know. <laughs> she literally like has her period, and she comes out of the restroom. And she's a like full-grown woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god. That's, that's right. Crazy. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I had um, a huge crush on Marguerite Moreau from The Mighty Ducks. And Mighty was, Ducks. That's where she's yeah. okay. That's right. Yeah. She was also in Shameless, like the first season. But she's always to me like Connie Moreau from The Mighty Ducks. And I had the biggest crush on her when when I first saw this movie. Um, and her and, and, and Paul Rudd are just so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God. So good. Yeah, that, they're like comedic timing. An, and the other guys, the, the chef guy. From SVU. Oh, my God. This really is like good. mid yeah. SVU at its peak, and then he does oh, this yeah. fucking character. <laughs> he humps a fridge in this movie. <laughs> I'm proud of who I God, <laughs> clapping dude. at it. Dude, and he's incredible in the prequel, too. Yeah. He came back for that shit, and yeah. he's, like, talking to a fucking can of vegetables <laughs> the whole goddamn show. It's insane. He looks like Aaron Rodgers to me a lot in this. He does have a... Yeah, yeah he definitely does. I can see that. Look, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he's, like, so... Yeah, and that this, that's he's what I so was talking about earlier, it, yeah. is that, like, the confidence behind everybody involved in yeah. making this movie... They're committed, yeah. ...is insane, because it's, like... If you read the script, it'd probably be nonsense. It'd yeah, probably be yeah. like, okay, well, we need to like play this out. And even when you're doing that, at the time, this comedy like style or sensibility isn't in vogue at all. It's like, two, okay, this came out in 2001? One, yeah. Well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up comedies yeah, 2001. of 2001 so we have like context. Oh, yeah. Of, it's probably going to be like, like fucking... Very Fairly Brothers. Yeah, Fairly oh, Brothers. Jesus Christ. Raunchy, raunchy comedy. Winners, uh, <laughs> the Fairly Brothers, Brothers are responsible for the death of comedy. I'm going to say that. Is, is that... <laughs> Is that a... Uh, I mean, that, that might I, be... Is that I, track? I, I still enjoy Dumb and Dumber. Um, yeah, yeah, you get one good, good one. Stuff. Something I about Mary. Some good stuff. I feel like something about Mary was their apex, and everything since then has been kind of meh. I, I, I weirdly <sighs> remember liking... Something about Mary... I get canceled for this. What? No, say what you're going to say first. So, something about Mary is, like, fine. <laughs> I, haven't yeah. se- I don't think I've seen that movie all the yeah. way through, actually. Yeah, it's kind of long. I was going to say, I kind of like Stuck on You. It, it's I think be, that might not that, age. Correct. That's probably the most Brent like Farley movie. It's a very honestly. sincere, yeah, nice movie. It, it I is. Don't a, know. It's a Brent. That's a Brent Farley. They're movie. stuck on each other. They're brothers. I like and it. they love each other. <laughs> it's Greg they... Kinnear. You can't go wrong with uh, Greg Kinnear. Um, okay, comedies. Two thousand one. Zoolander. 
okay. good movie. Good movie. Um, takes on Zoolander, Eric? I love Zoolander. Yeah. I didn't like it when I saw it as a kid, but because I didn't get a lot of the... I thought it was just like, oh, this is just Ben Stiller doing a weird character, but yeah. seeing all the other stuff, like it took me a few years. Like Once I got to high school, I kind of understood it a little bit better. But it is very much in the same vein as this type of comedy. I was thinking that too. Yeah, yeah. it's not as absurd. <clears throat> not quite as absurd, but it's still like It's not pretty, as absurd. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit more formula mainstream to Zoolander. Absurd. Mm. Yeah, mainstream. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, okay, what else we got here? Uh, okay. I was about to, so, it, it, interesting. So, on the Google search of comedies of 2001, Wet Hot is number two, which makes me that's, happy to see that. Yeah. Uh, Legally Blonde, number three, a movie that I think is pretty good, actually. is pretty funny. You don't have to be a, a, a male <laughs> apologist. All right? I, I think... Like you, uh, uh, listen... Uh, Reese Witherspoon is fucking excellent in that movie. That's all. Awesome. Yeah, okay. Uh, Super Troopers, a movie that a lot of people loved, and I never you know, got super into my it. ex and I had tried watching that once, yeah. and we turned it off. And we okay. what we discussed was like, yeah, we just... It, feel, it, it was like our discussion was like, yeah, I think we just missed the bar on the on those. I think possibly, you know too. I, mean? I saw it a little bit later. I mean, I, I was not really watching. But I like Beer Fest comedies. a lot. Beer Fest is funny. I remember was, liking Beer Fest, yeah. But, like, Super Troopers, it's like a weird, fratty, like, comedy that, like, you can't, that I just couldn't, like, I don't know. I couldn't just, like, appreciate or something, but apparently a lot of people love Super Troopers, so you know. I think it's definitely yeah. one of those. It's kind of like music. There's certain bands that, like, yeah, I like admit, yeah. like I don't like them, but I probably would like them if had I heard them like ten years earlier. I feel like yeah. Radiohead is that for me. Oh yeah, I yeah, like yeah. some Radiohead, but it's like I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I might have missed the the boat on this one. Like I, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, no, I, th- I think yeah, missing the boat. Like yeah. yeah, I think that's okay. Or the train left the station. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, the, the train left the you missed the boat, <laughs> yeah. missed the bus, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, rat race. Now, hey, listen, hey, hey. This is a movie that I <laughs> loved because I will say this I was not, uh, we've talked about this on the podcast. I was not really allowed to watch raunchy, uh, rated R comedy. I'm doing the Spider Man hand for some reason. Uh, like raunchy rated R movies really ever so rat race i remember pg-13 yeah i wanted to check was like <laughs> one of those pg-13 comedies and i like like uh john lovitz is in it yeah and he talks about prairie dog in it oh yeah that's the, that was my introduction <laughs> to prairie dog in I'm pretty sure. Was, I think a generation's introduction to prairie dog in it <laughs> came from rat race um and there's like a deaf brother and Seth Green. You know, you know, you're of an era when Seth Green's well, in your movie. He's not deaf. He just has a tongue piercing that got infected, so he sounds oh like he's. Oh my god! Deaf. That was the joke. I wasn't think it? so. You know what's actually? Oh my god! You know what's actually bumming me out now? That actor is deaf. Oh, is he really? Yeah, because oh. he pops up in Far- the Fargo show years later. And so that kind of bums me out that like they played off his disability. I saw him in Friends, and he really wait. Up. Am I? I might be thinking of a different guy. I guess maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to. No, I feel like an asshole. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, Amy Smart's in that movie. Hello, 2001. What yeah, what happened to um, Amy Smart? Heartbreakers. I don't know. Oh, it's uh, Jennifer um, Love Hewitt and Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver and uh, wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, fucking. Uh, Ray Liotta, Jason Lee, and oh, yeah. uh, 
Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Yeah. There you go. I was trying. I saw his face, and I was like, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> uh, American Pie Two, Scary Movie Two, How High, Saving Silverman, Shallow Hal. So yeah, it definitely puts the the top ones. It's up funny there. because I, I think on surface level, this could be kind of looked at as one of those type of comedies. Um, it, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you know, but there's just so much. There's so many things going on in the background, and like the like like the we're layers. at the. Par- What's that? The layers. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Damn. Well, Shrek also came out in 2001. Another there film with plenty of layers in it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the next movie, and I was like, oh, I'll, I don't have to read Shrek. Why? Why but not? Here we go. I don't know. Here we I don't are. Know why? Shrek, Shrek that, came man. out in 2001, an American classic. And also, agree. you know, other things happened in 2001. Listen, I don't know what you're referring to. We don't refer yeah, to things. national tragedies on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, I mean, you, you got know, out of the hospital and you're doing fine. I'm doing great. And if the denial is, you know, just something everyone a, should do. Absolutely. You should just, Ain't you know, just something a river in happens. Egypt, gang. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, this won't develop into some like traumatized experience that I'll have to talk about in therapy decades from now at all. Yeah, as it shouldn't. Yeah. Um, the animal. Bubble Boy. Oh, now listen. I loved Bubble Boy. I loved Man. Bubble Boy. You know what I mostly loved about it? What's that? Those fucking Blink One Eighty Two uh, record. Were drop. you a what Blink? You one, were you a Blink One Eighty Two head? Absolutely, dude. My whole life, ride or die, Blink. <laughs> so, blink, so is Blink One Eighty Two? Do they blink one hundred and eighty-two times? Is that the whole idea? Of it then? That's a good joke, Adam. Listen, maybe the best <laughs> joke that's ever been made on the podcast. I mean, uh, legitimately, why the <laughs> fuck are they called Blink One Eighty Two? So they that's used to be called. It. They used to be called Blink, but there was another band called Blink. So they were just like, let's just add a number to it. That's one eighty-two. That is wow. That's yeah. literally that's about as good as their music. <laughs> Whoa, Whoa hey. that's about as good as your uh, Blink joke. I know that's the whole point because <laughs> I improved a. Cover stories, our, our own uh, David Wayne, by the here. way. Huh? <laughs> we, we need to get you guys on cover stories to talk about Lincoln Park episode of music. Oh well, yeah, yeah we would definitely come on and talk Lincoln about Lincoln Park. Park. We do Lincoln Park's uh, yeah. the Jay Z uh, mashup. Oh, oh we could do that. Yeah, we could I didn't get it. super into the Jay Z stuff, but yeah, uh, I, I liked it. Mm. Uh, okay, Bubble Boy though, I know that <laughs> it introduced me to the song "Damn It." Oh yeah, <laughs> there's like a uh, what do you call that? Not a mic drop, a uh, when the, like a needle music drop. cue needle drop. Yeah. yeah, there's like a needle drop of like him leaving on his journey, and it's like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and I was like, this song fucking rules. Who is? I think that movie introduced me to Blink One Eighty Two actually, um, Bubble Boy. But I think it's like not good. But you forgot to talk about the Superior movie. Oh, the, the animal. animal. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, the movie where Rob Schneider. Listen. <laughs> Listen, everybody. Yeah, listen. We all have seen his work on the hit sitcom show, Rob! Exclamation mark. (laughs) Does he? What? Absolutely. Are you kidding? Adam, come on. We're going to get laughed off of Apple Podcasts if you don't... If (laughs) people know that you didn't see Rob... Laugh away, then, because I've never heard of Rob... Exclamation the, mark. An, the animal had a lot of weird, nasty, like rapey stuff in it, right? I've never Where he was seen like, that's like I'm Rob, horny. That's like right? Rob Schneider's stick, apparently. I guess it is, yeah. Like, a lot of very sexual, like, shit. I have know? a very uh, hot take that Fred Armisen is just a hipster Rob Schneider. Ooh. Wow. Because he's very. He can. He's played lots of different races. He played Obama, and he's not black. He's a big. He's a halfy. He's that one is true. of those. Uh, is what he? what is he? Yeah, Fred Armisen's like Japanese or something. Yeah, I, 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 oh, wow. but he doesn't have any. Like he's not. 
African American in any way, is he? No. So like Rob Schneider, <laughs> you don't like he's played he's Mexicans, he's played Middle Eastern, uh, you oh, know he's played boy, um, he, boy has he played Middle Eastern people. <laughs> yeah. Yep, he's I'm just Greek like people. my brain's flashing to all these Adam Sandler <laughs> yeah. fucking like Dennis Dugan and movies. Fred Armisen does the same thing, but he gets away with it because he's a little bit more delicate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was, I think, he was, I think SNL he was Obama. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. You can get away with that stuff depending on like what. The context. the context is that's that's true because with Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, I, I don't think that's that can happen today though. Because I don't that, think that can happen today though. Still, it, yeah, it might it. not. Yeah, I think that's so different. And the ironic thing is he got nominated for an Oscar for, for an that. Oscar yes. for that. That's like insane. they are like we're making fun of Hollywood and Hollywood's gonna reward us. Yeah. Well, because like the Oscars are such like they're such a weird. Like they like, hey, look, we make fun of ourselves, and then we're woke. Yeah, sort of the, the, push so, pull, the, the, tri- the push and pull, the push and try hards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Um, but you know what's not going to get Oscar nominated is David Wayne, Michael Ian Black, and Michael, Michael Showalter. Yeah. Well, Showalter kind of did because he made the big sick. Oh yeah. Well. Oh yeah. Uh, well, Camille and Emily Gordon wrote it, so. He, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so technically, I mean, he was part of something that got Oscar nominated. Yeah. <laughs> that was he great. touched it. He touched, yeah, he touched it. it. I uh, Showalter has a show. He has a few shows, but he co-created um, Search Party on TBS. Have you ever watched that? No, I've heard it's good. It's really yeah, yeah. good with um, maybe Shawkat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's always gonna be maybe to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> she's great in it, and she. I mean, just a whole. It, it's very. It's it's just a, it's a good show. I recommend it highly. Yeah, um, it's it's a Showtime thing. TBS, TBS. If okay. you uh, if you have like a, a cable provider, you can just put in your password for your internet um, connection, and you should be able to kill, to access those browsing those high seas. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe maybe I can uh, check it out in quarantine, <laughs> where I will see many uh, many things. <laughs> it's really great. It's two seasons. Uh, they're supposed to be making a third season soon, but Showwater he's in it too, oh, and really? uh, yeah, he's he's really good in it. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's uh, it's it's cool to see them do. Did you ever watch the state? No, the state was like a MTV sketch comedy show. Showalter, Ken Marino, David Wayne, Michael, uh, both Michaels. Yeah. Um, and then That's the guys from right. Reno Nine One One. Yeah, uh, uh, Thomas, Tom Lennon, Tom Lennon, yeah, and yeah. Uh, all of them were were on that Reno Nine One One guys, and and a lot of them are in this obviously because of David. That Wade. was that was pre that was like ninety three ninety four. Yeah, wow, yeah, that far back. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and a lot of that, a lot of stuff doesn't really hold up much, but at the time it was definitely on another level. I mean, it was very like MTV Generation X, you know, like oh, style. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but a lot of stuff you, you can still see like in the movies now. Like you know, Wet American Summer. Or even have y'all seen? Um, they came together. They came together. No, so good. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, man, they came to. Okay, so they came together is to rom-coms as to Wet Hot American Summer as ah, to teen comedies. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so it's just this like completely <laughs> absurd rom-com with Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dude, I need to rewatch that movie. That movie was fucking hysterical. Yeah, it's it's so ridiculous. It's a lot. I think with that movie, some movies I like prefer it when they're in a the movie format because if it's a TV show and I'm binging, my mouth hurts from like smiling and laughing so much. I just can't. <laughs> a like, movie's like a quick like yeah. in and out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's every single second, there's something to laugh about. It may not be the funniest thing, but it just keeps my mouth open. Yeah. <laughs> that movie, God, yeah, that movie is so fucking dumb in the best <laughs> ways. Like Paul Rudd in that movie is like. 
I don't. I still think that we maybe don't appreciate Paul Rudd oh, yeah. enough. Like, and he's great. I like. I love him in uh, fucking the Marvel movies. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, mean, who I, doesn't I think, like Paul Rudd? It's impossible. It's impossible not to like Paul a beautiful fifty-year-old man who looks like a thirty-year-old uh, man. Yeah, he looks cut like his own like son. a marble. <laughs> he's cut like a marble. Absolutely, like a god. Um, what what happened? What happens in Wet Hot American Summer? It's like the final day of camp. I guess yeah. it's not even worth like talking about like the <laughs> shit because it's all ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it's just the final day in camp, and you know yeah. all these little. Sh- it's like all short skits that are played out throughout the whole movie. Yeah, and, essentially you know, that yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it. I, I um, just love. I mean, I think Showalter's like physical comedy is great too. Like when they come back from town and he tells uh, what's her face like, oh, I'll see you later, and she's like, yeah. He like does this thing where he like looks in the air. And he's like, he's like, I can't, he's like dancing, but he's like a little kid. It's so yeah, the dude, fucking... he's playing, yeah, he's playing such an insanely naive yeah. character. And it's only amplified in the prequel show when he's like 45 years old. <laughs> he's and still it's doing just like, stick, this yeah. is so fucking ridiculous that all of these people are playing fucking 16 yeah. year olds. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how old were they when they were even doing this? Like twenties, like, maybe early. Yeah, yeah late twenties. They're 30s. still playing like sixteen-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like B Coops, I think is like forty-five. So yeah, he must have been like yeah, twenty-six. In this. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm on a. I can call him that. Listen, <laughs> you guys are on a B Coops level. Yeah. <laughs> I, I jammed the fucking Star Is Born soundtrack all the time. He, he told me I could. All right, let's hear. Let's hear your best rendition. Black eyes up and high. That song rips. That song fucking rules. That's going to be the outro song. It's going to be that song and then the one you told me to play. Yeah. Which people will hear. Um, Have you all seen Pin 15? It's, uh, the, oh, the Hulu show, yeah. right? The Penis uh, uh, yeah. Pin 15. So, um, it's almost the same concept, only it takes place when we were in high school or middle school. It takes place in like 2003. Oh, emo girls and fucking. Cl- like, it's like pre that. Amy it's, watched it, so I caught like oh, it's tangentially. Good. Yeah, I need the to try make The creators are playing themselves. They're 30 and they're playing themselves as 12 year olds. Oh, And everyone gosh. else yeah. is like 12. That's so, great. Oh, my God. It's so oh, funny. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me a lot of this because they have of like that. MySpace yeah. and shit. And yeah. They oh, have a whole episode God. about AIM. About AIM? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's about time that we like have some like 2000s era like re- reflection yeah. stuff, you know? On Hulu, I was the only thing I was watching was Devs. Ooh. Oh, man. I'm, you watching I need, Devs? I need to. Eric? It's Devs is fucking, Devs fucking, fucking good. good. It has oh, nothing to do with comedy. It can do no wrong. But um, Leslie Nope, uh, fucking mm-hmm. uh, what, Ron, Swanson. Ron, Ron Swanson. Swanson. Ron Swanson's in Devs, so there, there yeah, you go. The connection. There's it the took connection. it took me a while to warm up to him in Devs. He's he's great. He he's is great. But at first, I was like, he's so he's underplaying this so much that I had to like get on his wavelength, and I was like, yeah, this he's fucking yeah. Actor. Over time, I was like, this, yeah, he's yeah. he's really good in it for sure. But Alex Garland, Alex Garland's always like kind of bad at dialogue a little bit. Yeah, he's some of the dialogue's stale. definitely a little wonky. Some of the technical but, jargon, but the visuals and just like the story itself is just like uh, it's it's great so far. Yeah, it's about four. It's four episodes in now. I don't know how long the season is. I think but eight. I think it's eight. eight. Okay. Uh, did you read Foundation, Adam? It's a lot of yeah. Uh, I, I read a little bit psycho history stuff going on in the dev show. Oh, really? Yeah, huh. it, it reminds me a lot of the that that. Why the fuck are we talking about this? Um, why not? <laughs> Wet hot American summer. 
Hey, watch devs. Watch support the, yeah, support devs. Uh, FX on Hulu. Yes. Sponsor us. Please. Uh, Disney, please. Um, but, oh, yeah. Uh, what's up with the kid with the... Why was he always dirty? Was it just a, st- was just a thing that he was dirty? So I still... <laughs> I it? still don't, they don't really know. explain it. He's just dirty. Okay, He's just so a Eric, dirty kid. The kid, yeah, the announcer kid. Yeah. What is so it, the whole thing is voiceover, right? With him? Yeah, Sam Levine Sam Levine does the voice. That's who okay, because I noticed that in the prequel show. Yeah. Because you hear that first, and then I feel like they show the kid, and I was like, that well, well, they did it here why too. is he? Yeah, they did yeah. it here in the movie yeah. too. But I was like, why? Is that the joke? Is the joke that they dubbed him? I don't know, because Sam Levine (laughs) was like 19 when this movie came out. Yeah, yeah. 19 or 20. um, And he was fresh off of Freaks and Geeks. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, because I I remember thinking that too. I'm like, oh, that sounds like Sam Levine. And I see the kid, I'm like, oh, that's not him. Then I looked it up, and he's uncredited as like, but it was apparently it's him doing the the, the it's so DJ voice. Bizarre, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then yeah, because even when I was watching the show, I didn't know that it was dubbed or that it was Sam Levine. But I was like, this is a dub. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe they played it in the show. They played it up even more yeah. so that that's the joke now. <laughs> but I was like, there are some things like that in both the show and this movie where it's like, I think. The joke is this, but I don't really know. Like, I don't know. And that, that makes it kind of uh, rewarding, like yeah. watching it over and over again. Yeah, for sure. So like, he's just dirty, together. and that's it. And, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, they just and he's to talking, to, he's talking to no one. I mean, if, yeah, he's been talking to no one for like the whole summer, <laughs> and he hasn't left. <laughs> that's, I forgot about that. That's I want like to know more about this child because it's just yeah. so fucking weird that that whole thing yeah maybe there's like a there is it's like a postmodern novel there's more to <laughs> like the uh, hey man there's 10 more episodes you could fucking watch it on netflix anytime it's it's fucking really really i'm funny. just saying that there should be yeah. there could be something connected with the the radio kid uh-huh. the robo kid and the meat <laughs> and the the fucking the science the guy. science guy yeah. there could be some like sort of have you seen hidden or, thing i mean i know you have have you seen the sequel like the 10 years later yeah, yeah. So the show is the, also a show. The it ends where like Coop is a a novelist and he's like made this fictionalized version. So like the whole like saga is like a fictionalized version of what he experienced at camp. Um, but I would love to see this turn into a sci-fi. I think you're onto something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. David Wayne should definitely like get like a twenty mil budget from Netflix. <laughs> Netflix is just tossing money to people. Just say do like like that's what I uh, you know I have, I have my issues with Netflix and the way that they do things but uh, oh yeah he has like a Confederate flag like is <laughs> like is 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 like who does uh, Paul Rudd's like in his bunk oh. there's a Confederate flag there for some reason and they're also in Maine which is even yeah they're in Maine and yeah. they're Jewish yeah. <laughs> That's so bizarre, man. <laughs> like, what a weird like movie. the weird details are just great. Like just just to happen to have. Yeah, dude. This this is like a certifiable box office bomb. Like this yeah. was a total <laughs> fucking dud. Like I think I don't know why it came out in so few theaters, but I think it like literally came out in like a few theaters, and uh, just was a complete like failure. Be, like has yeah. what what are other movies? I guess, I guess this is one of the original. Uh, like cult classics, right? Like what, what are other movies that have pivoted so hard from being like uh, what, a the, fucking the, dud? The, um, what's his name? Andy something. He's real. 
Andy. Uh, no, he he's a comedian. He's on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, Sandberg. Oh, hot. Rod. Oh, hot rod. Hot rod. Hot rod is because when I, I saw that in theaters, nobody was Dude, there. Yeah. We, there's video footage, <laughs> yeah. I, probably, of us doing the fucking. Uh, Cool beans. Cool, <laughs> cool, cool beans. beans. We used to do that all the time, I remember, cool. when we made our dumb little <laughs> cool videos beans. back in the day. And that that is a classic, a cult classic, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think like, so. Uh, I think so. It's a good can, movie. Yeah. Um, we also got, like, I mean, pretty much all of John Carpenter's movies are cult classics. Fuck, kind of, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Unfortunately. But, like, Sadly. for comedies, like, Stripes. Unfortunately. And, like, this Stripes, this is kind of, like, an, a tribute to Stripes and, like, Meatballs and, like, Porky's. I yeah. watched Stripes for the first time last year. The first half of that movie, and I don't know, I've heard people talk about this, but the first half of that movie is so fucking good, and then it pivots like into a war movie? nonsense. <laughs> well, but like, I, not even, dude, it's just like it pivots into like, there's like barely any jokes. It's like a weird ass plot about them like driving a van through some like country it's it, dude. It's one of the weirdest movies I've <laughs> seen in recent memory. Because the first half, I was like, "Wow, this is a masterpiece!" Like Bill Murray's incredible in this. Mm. Like Harold Ramis is like his friend. They're like cracking jokes, going to military uh, school, military academy, or whatever boot camp. Um, and yeah, and then the second half is so bizarre. I was like, "What the fuck?" But I could see how this is still like, yeah, with like the whole uh, camp aspect. It's yeah, like kind of an homage to to that. Um, but yeah, I could see that being the case. What so I watched this for the first time in a while a few weeks ago. And then my girlfriend and I <laughs> binged uh, Looking for Alaska, which has like a camp feel. And it takes place in 2005, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice to start seeing like shows take place in that era. But it's about like the prank war, basically. And so it takes place in like a, an academy. It's like a camp. Yeah. So watching this after watching Looking for Alaska was just... Seeing all the tropes and like the the yeah. like the romantic aspect of it, you know, it's just it's funny to to see it and see how ridiculous. Because even while we were watching Looking for Last, we we're like looking at and there's like a manic pixie dream girl. There's you know all the like, archetypes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's just so funny to see it and then see it to this level <laughs> twenty mm. years before. You know, yeah. it's kind of like people talk about how after they made Walk Hard. They should have just stopped making music biopics <laughs> because they were onto something, man. Yeah, <laughs> that it really truly ruined a lot of yeah. Like like Walk Hard. If you've seen that, Bohemian Rhapsody is dog shit. <laughs> yeah, Which Bohemian Rhapsody is dog shit, regardless of whether you've seen that movie. Well, Walk but Hard's it's still like just legit the same. great. Yeah, yeah. Walk yeah. Hard. Yeah, Walk Hard's another like great mm. recent comedy. Is that um, a cult classic? I think I don't think it did well in the theaters. Really. I'd say it is too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it usually comedies? I would think so, just because. Yeah. Aside from like Carpenter's stuff, because like yeah, Carpenter really does have like a lot of like the thing is like a classic cult classic. It's like it was a terribly unsuccessful bomb, and then people today are like it's one of the best horror yeah. movies. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, horror movies, I guess, is another... I guess there's usually horror It's like horror cool. and comedy. Yeah, I mean, Evil mm. Dead, I think, was didn't do well mm. in the box office. Well, comedy yeah. is just like... It's such a, like... It's such a subjective thing. I think, like, when you're doing comedy that is not in the zeitgeist, like, like this, like, kind of more advanced, then mm-hmm. you're not going to make any money. Because people are yeah. going to, like... Though this is not like what 
we usually find funny, so I'm not going to watch this sort of thing. But there's always yeah. outliers, because, like, Napoleon Dynamite is kind of on that level. It's a PG movie, and I remember... Oh, that's... Yeah. yeah that's I heard about it through Entertainment Weekly, and I was like... I, to, like, I, took, I was in high school. I took my high school girlfriend to go see it, and we thought that we'd be the only ones in the theater, and it was packed. It was, like, the first weekend. And then wow. two weeks later, everyone at school is quoting it, and just, like... Yeah. It's, like, on an absurdist level, and it's just, it's so weird because that did really well, and then Nazi Libre did okay, and then everything Jared Hess did after that was just, like, on a cult yeah. level. So it's yeah. just a weird kind of, like, they just right place, right time situation. Yeah, that's got to yeah, be... Gotta it's, hit, yeah, just right. Yeah, it's it's got to be that kind of, like, uh, either right place, right time, like, just Word of the mouth culture stuff. hits yeah. this one specific thing in a weird way. Well, yeah, it's, like, viral stuff. Like, you, yeah. you'd see some videos that you're just, like, they're funny, but, like, how the fuck did they get famous <laughs> off that, you know? What yeah. I, mean? yeah. I guess that is the modern... Yeah, the modern comparison. Mm -hmm. It's just videos, like things going viral now. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, movies don't go viral anymore. I think a lot of comedy is a lot like they're, like with context of things, sometimes the context won't even actually be intentional. Mm. And when you see it, like there's this this TikTok. So I'm not really into TikTok, but there's this kid. (laughs) Nah, Zoomer. Yeah. (laughs) This really nerdy kid is walking through and you hear gunshots and he's like, he's a very like effeminate kid. He's like, Oh, I live in the ghetto, ratata. And like the first time I saw it, I'm like, <laughs> see, it's it's funny, like me saying it, but it's when I saw it, I was funny. like, what yeah. the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, I get, I get, I know, I know exactly what yeah. you mean. Yeah. And then like the more I watched it, and like seeing people and using people using it like in context of something, that's just so. Mm. That's just comedy today. It's like there's, it's so referential that if you, it's almost like you're getting rewarded. For knowing these references, you're incentivized yeah. by just yeah. well, it's it's comedy the in core. the in the information age. Yeah, it's like when when we can just consume media and consume all these little references and bits well, it's to essentially things. a macro version of an inside joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you don't you, like everybody <laughs> knows this this thing yeah. that may, maybe people don't know about, but it's like, oh yeah, I get it. Cause I've seen this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's sure. kind of weird on how it's working out. Cause people love the inside jokes and now yeah. you get to have that access to it. You yeah. just keep up on TikTok, you know, when knocked up came out, um, no, not knocked up, um, pineapple express. Mm-hmm. I went to go see it with one of my, my friends from college who is like one, one of the smartest people I know and also one of the most pretentious hipsters I know. And <laughs> usually he, goes hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> Case <laughs> in point. Adam. <laughs> I know. God damn it. <laughs> Just kidding. He makes a joke. Kind he of. makes a reference. And it's not even a funny joke. He's like, yeah. oh, you're going to go to college and you're going to listen to Emperor or Godspeed Black Emperor. <laughs> And her and I made it a point to laugh extra loud just so people knew that we got the joke, even though it wasn't really that funny. <laughs> oh, my and God. I, I you mean, got an I, I agreement. That's so interesting. And That's fucking fascinating. And I see that on Twitter a lot. Where I know I'm guilty of that, but there's like a meme of Captain America and Winter Soldier getting you know held down, and the caption is, Get the fuck off me. I need them to know I get the reference. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> and that's, I feel like, so much. Like, it's a good, like, I think making it like an, a macro inside joke is the perfect way to describe it because you feel like rewarded. You feel smart. Like, oh, I know. I know. Yeah. It. yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, like, culture is just broken up into little segments and it's like, 
for for the weird specific things you're into, there will be some kind of crossover meme for that. Yeah. It's like like I've been uh like looking forward to Animal Crossing and like it released the same day that Doom did and the two communities of Animal Crossing and Doom have been like creating like joint memes together <laughs> to where like uh you'll see like Isabel who's like a cute little Animal Crossing character like on a date with Doom guy and it's just like this Oh, is- same with like Solid I've seen that yeah. with like Solid Snake like somehow like dating like why is it always Isabel? Like, what the- oh, is it, dude, Isabel gets around. That's why is yeah, it, Isabel's, Isabel's a slut. The town. That's why <laughs> Isabel's a fucking yeah. dirty slut. Oh my god! You would. It's a sex positive world, Adam. Isabel. Oh, can she's an she, do whatever. No, the she's fuck a she strong wants. independent woman. She can do man. She and, can be, and solid snake. You know, she can have sex. You know, as many times as we want with yeah, many men. And she does. She fun. parties. We know. Yeah, and that's that's good Tom for her. Knows. <laughs> it's a reference for nobody. Um, Tom, well, yeah, Tom, Tom Nook is probably like the fucking, yeah. he's the weirdest guy in Animal Crossing. Tom, oh, and it's only gotten weirder with New Horizon, my friend. Tom Nook <laughs> is on some well, fucking Donald Trump this? and his two big son shit in this game. That's all I'm saying. Like, he's a capitalist, like, fucking pig. Absolutely, man. He's, he's a like, monster. He is a Tom. And you know what's fascinating? Let's get into Animal Crossing for a second. Uh, yeah. Tom Nook <laughs> is fascinating because it. Tom Nook is like American capitalism through the eyes of Japanese culture, and so like the the way that he's literally like, a interact, parasite. Yeah. yeah, we can leave it there. We don't have to talk about Animal Crossing <laughs> much. New Horizons, a good game. It's getting me through uh, the world because right now. as. As you spend more money at Tom Nook, he gives yeah. you You're more. You're always going to owe him more. You're always going to Hey, it's no more. interest. So he's your friend, right? Yeah, easy. He's your friend. No interest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just taking too. over the town. You think you have control? You're, you're basically his lackey. You're his slave. Yeah. Because you're, you're taking care of the town. Yeah. You're pulling out weeds. You're fucking... Putting flowers everywhere, doing all all this work. fucking work. It's and what does Tom Nook do? Chilling. Orders things on Amazon. Yeah, to his he does. stupid. He's, he's fatter than ever in this game. I will say in this new one, Tommy and Timmy uh, might as well be Donald Jr. and fucking Eric. <laughs> they got their own goddamn shop. Oh, and where's the money going? Where's shop? the money going? Is all I'm saying. We need to ask these questions. Yeah, he's probably let's, inflating let's those fucking ha- sanitizers <laughs> right now. Yeah, there, there's there's a there's a <laughs> no, Animal Crossing Pizza Gate is all I'm saying. Animal Crossing coronavirus uh, <laughs> coronavirus update where you just stay at home. Yeah, you can't get. <laughs> Dude, you know what's very funny is on launch day, one of the things uh, you could get yeah. from the store was a uh, mask, and Amy and I were like. That's got to be intentional, right? Like, there's no way they were like, oh, there's like a a, a mask, like a uh, what do you, like a face mask in our store on launch day with mm-hmm. all this going on. We should probably, like, they had to be aware of, like, the joke with that, I'm sure. Yeah, and have hand sanitizer, like, 10,000 bells, like, a pop. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Just price gouging yeah. fucking Timmy and Tommy taking advantage of the town. And the SEC, like, comes in and investigates, like, Tom Nook and, like, yeah, I'm, I'm Jimmy <laughs> Parrott from the SEC, and I'm here to investigate the Nook <laughs> family holdings, LLC. <laughs> and it's just, like, they take down 
This is for nobody. We need to talk about the fucking movie. I'm sorry. I'd watch uh, that. Or I feel like there's definitely a Venn diagram of Wet Hot American Summer fans and Animal Crossing. I, I yeah, hope so. There, I hope yes. so. There, I'm there not into that, but I, uh, <laughs> I can appreciate that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. There's yeah. this Jesus scene, which was interesting to me. It's, like, uh, isn't it Jesus Christ Superstar? It's Godspell. No, Godspell. Yeah. I don't know enough about musicals to... I'm not sure. I know more than I thought I did, actually, because I took a. <laughs> I've been taking lots of BuzzFeed quizzes. Oh, yeah. man. You big Sondheim guy? Not a fan of BuzzFeed in general, but uh, it's a nice way to kill some time. Sure, absolutely. You had to name uh, as many Broadway musicals. Top as 10 possible. ways to kill some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hell yeah. I, got, I think I got like around 20, which is like 19 more than I thought oh, I would be able to get. Wow. Um, Let's go. Back and forth, take turns, Broadway musicals, until one of us can think of one. Okay. Well, until there's a winner, right? Because one person will remain. Let's go. (sighs) Fuck. West Side Story. Adam? Uh, Fan of the Opera. Cats. In the Heights? See, things we can't ever... I can't can't verify. (laughs) Okay, Mary Poppins. Until somebody can't think of one. Um, uh, 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 I just went blank. Um, uh... Ten, nine. Oklahoma. Okay. Hamilton. Wicked. Avenue Q. Oh, damn it, that's okay. What? What yeah, did you say? Avenue, Avenue Q. Q. It's, fr- it's, a, it's, it's the fucking Muppets. Muppets. Yeah. It's Puppets. Wow. It's like vulgar yeah. Muppets. It's that, that movie that came out with what? Joe McHale, but like a Broadway show. Holy shit. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Uh, I'm out. Oh, I'm just gonna Godspell. <laughs> what? Beauty and the Beast. Evita. Lion King. Shit. Uh, <laughs> um, God, I know way more. Oh, uh, Jersey Boys. All right, I think that's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. There you go. Um, Eric is the yeah, certified that, Broadway that musical. Thing, I win yeah. the Turkey Award today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wet Hot American Summer would be a cool Broadway musical. I'd watch oh, that. That'd be great. Yeah. I've been always wanting to have a Wet Hot American Summer party where everyone dresses up like 80s and we just have like oh, a pool in the back idea. and like that'd be great. They capture yeah. the flag yeah. and shit like that. But I've never <laughs> been able to like coordinate it. Yeah. It's a very specific party yeah. idea. But I feel like uh, it's basically an eighties party with it, yeah. Camp feel. Yeah. Well yeah, now yeah. let's just have a Zoom party where we all dress up and we don't have to leave. Get on Zoom. Places. So okay. Let's bring it up here. Why not? What is Zoom? I've, I've heard it mentioned it's four like times. Okay. That's all you need. It's now. like, okay, like Skype for a bunch of people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I know. Knowing you got to download uh, Zoom. Is it a, is it a, is it it's a an app. app on your phone? You sound like a fucking dad. <laughs> a fucking boomer, dude. Is a, what's Damn this uh, Zoom, Zoom thing? It's you like get? when I asked a, a fucking. Uh, is it like you telephone your friends if and I it's on download- TV? <laughs> I had to ask a coworker if I had to download TikTok to get to watch a video. And I was like, who the fuck? Am I 80? I'm going to get killed by coronavirus I think purely by this shit. You're a dad. I think dad, yeah, like yeah. once you get to dad level, it's like, you know what? Sure. We can, it's like when the old people in Seinfeld shoplift 
It's like you get a yeah. card where basically you can <laughs> yeah, pass. Pre- I feel like when yeah. you have a child, your cognitive ability actually like goes <laughs> into that child and then you just lose it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That tracks for sure. It's like <laughs> I, I don't I've stopped learning about the new like technologies, the new, new technologies. God, I, I'm, I'm, you guys hear myself. about the I'm new, new technologies grave. and the new phone application, the new phone apps, and the you about yeah, I don't this know TikToks how TikTok works or something. And, uh, uh, Neither do I. Don't worry. I just yeah. know they just make videos to music. Yeah, have you, have you seen Indian Joker, saying. Eric? No, Indian yeah, Joker well, you know. fucking rules. It's so good. God damn it, Indian Joker. <laughs> See, uh, inside joke. You need to watch Indian Joke. Yeah, I'll Indian show it to you after this podcast. We'll we'll make like yeah. an Indian Joker director showdown crossover and meme. I, and I, like I, one of us. Yes. Uh, and I TikTok. feel obviously terrible that like I am promoting Indian Joker because he's just going to get more views, even though he does not deserve <laughs> it. But it's fucking. Yeah. Well, hey, we need something to do. We need something, we need something to do. To do. Well, what are you going to do? Out. You know what I've been doing, Eric? What's up? I've been just watching like these Zen videos about like making making aquascapes and like you know Zen gardens. Yeah, we and watched stuff. a couple before this. Yeah, and it's, it's really pretty nice. fucking excellent, man. I yeah. want to pick up the hobby. I'll put it on air, so I'll like co- <laughs> try to commit yeah. to it. So, you, so, so somebody cute. like six months from now can be like, hey, hey. did you ever get into aquascaping? And, and you, you can see be my- like. Yeah, I have yeah, my I own did. Amazon storefront. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. yeah, I have my own. Uh, <laughs> what's the fucking place where you sell stuff that you make? Never mind. I don't know the name of it. Is it the anymore. the fucking, e uh, the eBay's? Yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> the one where you sell like arts and crafts. Stuff. Oh, Etsy. 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 Yes. We shouldn't have wasted the time to. Is it E T? Is it E C? I think it's E T S Y. No, how you pronounce it? Because it's like it's E B. So it's eBay, but it's like at, at I want to say it's spun off of eBay, maybe? <laughs> that feels right. Well, because like I'm thinking like there has to be a reason why it's called I actually, eBay. my brother's really into Funko Pops. And for Christmas, I got one custom made via Etsy. This woman on Etsy made oh. a custom one of my nephew. Oh, and it was nice. it was fucking awesome. Like it was in, that's cool. Yeah, it was really good. There's a lot of cool stuff, like yeah. good gift stuff. It's not like I, I like to be like I like to get people different stuff, like creative stuff and Etsy's really good for that like whether it be art prints or like unique things and you like were that. commenting on your friend being a pretentious hipster <laughs> <laughs> it's just it just means more man no Etsy is great yeah I, I've, I've shopped a bunch on Etsy and you know yeah that I also feel like that's a good place it. to go if like I'm not a crafty person I can't like make physical things that look good. Uh, So it's like I I could go to Etsy and like find like, fuck, this is like, this guy's like, Etsy is the memes of, uh, let me finish the sentence. What is, what would that be? I don't know. It's like specific. It's like very specific to, you know what I mean? Like a meme. But you can, you can find all sorts of gifts on there. Like I even got my dad like this really cool, like my dad, like Brent knows my dad and how he's like Mm. this stoic kind of like, you know, he's, he's in the Air Force, yeah. yeah, and he loves his loves the Green Bay Packers, the football team. Like, I got this, like, portrait of all these football cards of Packer players, and it would, all the colors would line up to be, like, the Lambeau field, like, of oh, cool. the Packers. And I was like, this yeah. is really cool. And he really liked it. And I was like, this for is sure. on Etsy. You can find yeah. something for anyone on there. Yeah. You, know? you, so. you like when... Just like you like when you find a meme that targets your specific <laughs> niche interests, you like when you get a gift that's like, oh, this is this like combining two of my, this is, uh, 
uh, Spider-Man is in Game of Thrones? Wow, this, I love this. This is like yeah, exactly what yeah, I want. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. Etsy. I love the way David Hyde Pierce runs up to her with the trophy. I think his performance in this may single-handedly like get me into Frasier. Oh, yeah. I think like I think I, I love Frasier. But, yeah. The only reason I watched it is because it came on after The Simpsons, like back in the day, mm, when yeah, I would stay up and I didn't right. want to go to sleep. And I got really into it. It was it was it was good like broad TV. Like it was, yeah. you know, it wasn't niche which is weird because it's such like Fraser's such a like pretentious character. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I, I enjoyed Fraser. Yeah, I, I at least want to get to the point in Cheers where like Fraser dips out and so uh, I can yeah. be like, let's continue this like uh television cinematic universe and hop on over <laughs> to Fraser and see what he's Well doing. it takes place after Cheers ends. So it never like oh, okay. yeah it, it like a few years after Cheers ends. Does, does Frasier stay on Cheers for like, pretty much? I oh believe. shit, okay. But I think in the, the last then episode, then it jumps to Seattle when yeah. it's in Boston. Yeah, yeah. The last few episodes, I think he's talking about moving back. I think by that point, him and Lilith are divorced. Speaking of niche, Lilith. <laughs> talking about Cheers. I don't even know his wife. I guess it, I'm no. not to where Lilith is in Cheers. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of a different name. Diane? No, I'm talking about Frazier's wife. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'll get into it. I'll watch all of Frazier by the time this fucking uh, <laughs> quarantine's done. Um, Adam, I want to ask you what you thought <laughs> when the mixed vegetables spoke dialogue. I, I was already, I already, already knew what was happening. I was, <laughs> I was like, because. When I knew, when I saw, as soon as I saw David Wayne's name, I was like, all right, I'm ready for anything here. Yeah. Because that, like, I had to see his name to know. And I was expecting, like, you know, like something like Porky's or something. But (laughs) instead, I got exactly what I wanted was uh, this absurdist comedy. Yeah. Because, like, when, when the kids started talking, I was like... I was surprised, but also not surprised at the same time. You know I, mean? <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course. Of it's course. like halfway through the movie, too, yeah. like when it first happens. Yeah, yeah. There's no precedent for it. Yeah, there's no, like, is there something, like, with 80s tropes, like, inanimate objects, like, talking? There has to be something. Like, there's no yeah, way there's, right? like. It feels like it's in reference something, to. Something, some movie, yeah. I, I can't think of what it is, though. It's, like, so. Like, it would be surprised if there's some weird, like, teenage movie, like, teen movie that, like, has some talking inanimate objects. <laughs> yeah, like a keyboard talks to, yeah, like, in weird stupid, science yeah. or something. I don't know. <laughs> some Gremlins-esque thing, you know? I don't know. I like just, that, yeah. yeah. I love to think of it as, like, an afterthought where there's, like, H. John Benjamin's like, hey, I want to be in this movie, but I'm... I'm, He's like, hey, can I be a can of vegetables? I'm recording That'd be funny. Whole movies or something, you know. They're like, oh well, if you want to just record a piece, we can just add you in. And he probably didn't even know he was going to be a can of I vegetables. Know, right? yeah. <laughs> Well, then he, I forget that he's physically an actor in the prequel yeah, show. Yeah. And then he, like, gets transmorphed into the fucking can of fucking vegetables. It's so, it's so, like, prequely in a funny, yeah. like, joking way. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about David Wayne a little bit and kind of, like, what he did after this. Hmm. So, obviously, Stella. So, interestingly enough, his next. Wow, his next actual movie was Role Models. Did you guys see Role Models? Yeah, Role yeah. Models is good. Paul yeah, Red. which was like, uh, it's not in any way like really that absurd. It was just like a like a straightforward comedy. From it's coming off of like the Judd Apatow theme of mm. like that that kind yeah. of, especially with the same actors and stuff. And he did uh, I Love You Man also, right? Uh, yeah, we had the sincere, the sincere, the sincere 
comedy era, the the Judd Apatow era. No, I love you, man. Um, was like John Hamburg or something. Ones. Oh, really? He, did, he didn't actually do that. Because David Wayne's in the movie. I know he plays like the photographer, like in a camp. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I always assumed it was him. I feel like Rudd and him are just like good, good buds. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Wanderlust? I didn't oh, see Wanderlust. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But apparently, that's another like wacky. That one's actually more. It's kind of. I mean, Jennifer Anderson's in it, right? It's with Paul Rudd and Jennifer Anderson. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's kind of. It's more. A little bit more adult. It's not as really? like like absurdist as this is. Oh, okay. Which is interesting. Uh, yeah, because yeah. role model. Yeah, it's like it's it's role interesting. Still pretty pretty vanilla. You know. Yeah, it kind of is. It's like it. Yeah. it I think it was that knocked up. I think about in two thousand seven. Yeah. And so it really was kind of like him being like. Yeah, I think I, I I probably need to play it a little more straight. Yeah, like if if I want to be a successful director, I probably need to play it a little more straight. And I think role models was like Michael Ian straight. No, but you know, uh, <laughs> I think I don't know. Their their comedy is just so. Um, it's such an interesting. It's a it's a it's an interesting type of absurdism where it's almost mm. like a straight absurd absurdism. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't I don't know how to describe it in a in a way cuz like Tim and Eric's absurdism is like straight like this is like real <laughs> wacky and they're going for a certain like aesthetic while like their absurdism is like kind of mm. like I think I, I know I what you mean know. Yeah, yeah like Tim and Eric is doing is going so specific and it yeah. doesn't care really if the viewer is like like knows what what it is what yeah. the playground is yeah you know and then like something like uh, David Wayne stuff like they come together is the same thing like that in this movie feel very of a piece. Well, it kind of reminds me of uh, that, that Netflix show. Um, I think you should leave a little. Bit. Oh yeah, you know they're kind of it's on definitely the same. more masked. Yeah, like yeah. it's definitely more incognito than Tim and Eric. Yeah, incognito would be a yeah, good way yeah. of saying it. Um, it's just it's just so and, like there's some of the lines like even in like. Um, uh, they came together. Uh, we interviewed this band, and they have a song called "Hey Paul Rudd, Thanks," because and they came together. Every and there's a trope from like romantic comedies where like the roommate does a favor for the other roommate, and then they're leaving, and then they come back and they're like, "Hey, thanks," and it happens like 20 yeah. times in the movie. Oh, they yeah, that's right. That's a whole like crazy long. So I, I bit. love that this band like one of their original songs is called "Hey Paul Rudd." Thanks. And just like stuff like that. And specific. They were tell they were talking we were talking about it and I they were talking about that movie. And I was like, Oh yeah, that David Wayne movie and they're like, No one knows that movie. Like that's definitely more or less po- like less popular than this is. Yeah. Um, it's it's another like that that will be the wet hot American summer yeah. in like five years. People will be like, Did people see this like Paul Rudd movie that's like fucking <laughs> hilarious and insane? And it's funny because that yeah. cast is even more like it's A-list. insanely stacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I Red love Polar. Uh, fuck, who else is Max that Greenfield uh, Schmidt yeah. from New Girl? Uh, yeah, yeah. Kobe Schmolders from uh, Schmothers. Mm. Can't say her name. Uh, but yeah, it's just uh, it's so funny that I love that that he kind of does what Soderbergh does. The one for me, one for you. He kind of does. He still does. Yeah, David yeah, Wayne still yeah. does. He's like, yeah. you know, yeah. that's the best way to do it. That's the best yeah. way to do it. Or yeah. just do Nolan style. It's one for me, one. For 
That is also for for you. <laughs> yeah. Have it's your like, cake and eat it yeah. to you. Yeah. Both, like all for us. Like that's yeah, like Nolan's. Like Nolan, this is gonna yes. be like we're all gonna make money because uh, I hit all the I check all the boxes. Check all the um, John Hamburg. That's so weird that I look over and special thanks John Hamburg, who's the director of I Love You. Oh, uh, <laughs> so yeah, he must have just been a friend of these guys. Um, but uh, yeah, as the credits are rolling, y'all. Wet hot American summer, just like our lives are rolling. Yep, <laughs> credits are rolling on uh, the planet. We're all staying indoors. I hope you are too. This is going to come yeah. out tomorrow. I'm going to get this motherfucker out fast. Good. Uh, well, I didn't see this ten years later thing. I missed this part. Hold on. Actually, I, I forget about this I part. What is this? In the beginning, they talk about their one of their friends gets sent home for masturbating in the the storage closet. Oh yeah, because they said they would meet up ten yeah. years later. And he said, that's right. Okay, that's, that's funny. <laughs> I never saw that, That's actually. so funny. That's, that's, that's great. Funny, yeah. um, well, and then the sequel series that they also did on Netflix is 10 years later. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. That one's insane. That one has Chris Pine as like a rocker. He's like a rock guy. So, yeah. That one's so fucking weird. I don't <laughs> no, remember much of it. the prequel has him in it. He's in that? He's in, he's in the prequel, yeah. Oh, okay. Because Elizabeth Banks' character is revealed in the prequel to be a rock journalist <laughs> doing an undercover study about summer camp. Oh, that's why she's there. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my God. What a fucking... Uh, Layers. So good. <laughs> so good. The Shrek of uh, American comedies. Hmm. Um, uh, and then also in the sequel, they couldn't get... I assume they couldn't get uh, Bradley Cooper, so Adam Scott... Takes yeah. his role. That's right. And then they say that he had plastic surgery. And they're like, oh, yeah, you look so much better. That's now. right. Yeah. Cause, uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Because he was wearing, for a while, he had a bag on his head. Yeah. Bradley oh. Cooper's character. Right? Oh, I don't remember that part. I think for, for like an episode or something. That's pretty like brilliant. Yeah. Because yeah, they were like, Bradley Cooper's making the stars yeah. born or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he can't be here. Um, but he right. ended up doing the prequels. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They're both good. I remember loving them both. Uh, Eric, final thoughts. Wet, hot, American summer. Dealer's choice. (laughs) It's been delightful. It's been our first. Listen, even talking bad movies can be fun. We did it for Geely. We did it for Mario Bros. (laughs) Those are fun to talk about. For but, different you know, reasons. We didn't have a bad movie this time. Yeah, we had a one we had one mm-hmm. that was enjoyable to watch. It's a classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh I I, I, I kind of talked about this a little earlier before we started recording, but um I when you guys first started doing Dealer's Choice, mm-hmm. I so bad I had like a whole list of things I wanted to do. <laughs> some of them and then I thought about talking about some of them, like City mm-hmm. of God is one of my favorite movies. And that was God, I on love my list. That. But I'm like, God is great. That would be Fucking really Hard to talk about. Not hard, just I don't know if people would enjoy listening to it as Ish, much. That's fair, yeah. But I mean it'd be good um it'd be a good conversation on just oh, like yeah. um filmmaking with that one. Yeah. And then yeah. Amelie is on that list because Amelie's another one of my favorite Love movies. Amelie, yeah. yeah. I'm also revealing my pretentiousness right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh and then I, I narrowed it All down. All foreign language uh films. Yes. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> and then I I narrowed it down to um Booksmart, which was my one of my favorite movies of 2019. Yeah, good movie. And um, Last Action Hero. And we ultimately chose Last Action Hero to start off with. And I thought that'd be fun because I love Shane Black. I love that great. movie. Yeah. yeah. And then, I don't know, so someone made a joke or someone posted a gif. And I'm like, nope. 
I want to do Wet Hot American <laughs> Summer. <laughs> and I'm glad we did. This was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't yeah. expect it to get this intellectual, and I'm really happy it did. Well, I mean, do you know who I am? <laughs> Hell yeah, you got Adam here, man. I'm going to yeah, make absolutely. everything, make make it sound gonna, more intellectualize it. every. But it's, it's called pseudo-intellectualism where <laughs> you can just bullshit. But it's all valid, too, out, though. It's yeah. not like yeah, there, yeah, none of yeah. this was a stretch. Like yeah. These are things that like I'm watching and hearing you say these things, I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, that totally makes sense. And it's not even like I'm, like, having to mold my brain to, yeah. like, make that make sense. Yeah. Um, I just love that this has a great cast before a lot of them were famous. Mm. And I think that this, like, troupe of, like, you know, comedy actors, I, lo- I most of these people, I would watch almost any movie with them in it, good or bad, I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um Paul Rudd is one of my favorite comedic actors. Maybe just one of my favorite actors in general. Um, if uh, if I could go back in time and make a movie about myself, I would get clueless version of Paul Rudd. And uh, and even <laughs> oh. though you know race is not an issue at that point. Okay, so <laughs> Paul Rudd would be your guy. Who would be your guy then, Brian? Oh, this playing a uh, your oh, biography. Jesus, a biopic. Yeah, 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 I feel like it'd probably be like. Uh, It'd probably be Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Oh, honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seth Rogen. Know. I know. Yeah. That's what I was. That's been the the easy. I can't yeah. think of uh, another one. Somebody told me once I look like uh, fucking. Oh, what's his name? I don't know if it's worth uh, <laughs> say it. No, no, no. The guy, I can't. Fucking There's, remember this his is name, a the this is a safe zone. The y'all seen Glory Road? Uh, Paul, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can't think of it. He's Paul an American Sh- Psycho too. Just some white guy, just some fucking bland <laughs> ass white guy. Him, oh. but no, Seth Rogen's probably be the answer because he yeah. need good comedic timing. <laughs> hey, hey, there's this movie, there The Intern with Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. Yeah, and uh, there's these this group of other interns, and one of them I was watching it with my brother, and he was like, "Holy shit, that looks like Brent!" Like, there's a guy. <laughs> Is there. it the workaholics guy? No, no, no. It's okay, not like I've gotten that. I can't. At some point. I can't think of. I don't even know if I knew ever knew the guy's name, but he's a guy I've seen in other movies. I can't name. I'll show yeah. you a picture afterwards. Cause was, <laughs> he just, I think he's just like he has a beard, glasses, and he dresses like. You. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you, you ever For been sure. to fucking uh, Pack South? You'll you'll find oh, a bunch man, of Brents there. A sea of Brents <laughs> as far as the eye can see. Like Sergio yeah. and I were there. We're like trying to spot you. Like we counted how many times we yeah, saw like, Brent. Is that Brent? Is that Brent? I wasn't even yeah. there, but you guys kept like running into me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird how like we all conform to this. Who would be your, yours? Would be JGL. JGL. Yeah, that's yeah, what I get a lot. Like, so, like, what what era JGL? Would it be like brick, Inception. but with a haircut? Probably Inception. Oh yeah, I feel like you. That's my now, sexy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you now is like Inception era JGL. Probably. Yeah, yeah, I would love to wear the suit he's wearing. There. Yeah, <laughs> and being a fucking. Uh, what's the What's the quote? Nobody knows the precise weight of this loaded die. <laughs> It's very like, yeah, I know. Uh, I know. He, his, his voice is very interesting. Yeah. He has a weird accent. I don't know what you call it. Like voice in that movie. It's very like forties, like radio. Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of that. It's like very, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's very like a Humphrey Bogart. Rod Serling or something. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's funny. I've had a love hate relationship with JGL. I'm definitely like pro JGL for the past decade or so, but after he did this movie called Manic, I remember he went on this like tour and he was on Fuse and they were talking to him and he was just the most like arrogant, like 
contrived human being I've ever seen. Because he came obviously from being a kid actor. Yeah. And I yeah. get it. It's like those kids who listen to punk rock for the first time and they think that everything is like anti-establishment now. Oh, <laughs> so they get on the bandwagon. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he was and he was like answering these questions like, yeah, like he was trying to be like Fiona Apple at the MTV movie award, music awards, like this is bullshit, like capitalism, fuck that, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. And so Zoe De Chanel was in that movie also. Of course she was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love, I I was just talking to Sean Menard about this and Zoe Deschanel from 99 to like 04, 05 was like my dream girl. Oh yeah. Same. Cause she was real. She was like basically, um, Aubrey Plaza, proto Aubrey Plaza. (laughs) She played real sardonic characters. Even in elf. She's really like dry. Oh yeah. yeah. She like sings and she has, Oh, believe me. I've seen my old Facebook post where I said, (laughs) Oh, Zoe Deschanel, how I would love to take you out to dinner and meet my parents. (laughs) We can listen to some records. Yeah. Peak Zoe Chanel yeah. for me though uh, is uh, and it's not a great movie at all. Failure to launch, her character in that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I fell in love with because she's such Failure a bitch. Failure to launch just, with McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her character, the classic McConaughey classic. era. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Pre McConaughey but uh, but yeah, JGO yeah. was answering questions and someone asked like, "Oh, you're in this movie with Zoe Chanel and." You guys play romantic interests. Was there any real chemistry? And he's like, well, you watch the movie and you tell me. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Come on. (laughs) But I feel like he's become a lot more self-aware in the last decade. Have you heard his podcast? I actually listened to a few episodes of it. It's like, um, uh, do I have any old uh, old ones? Let me pull it up here. But yeah, there was one with... Watch um, out for the ads on there, Dad. Watch out for all the ads. Don't (laughs) look at the ads. Uh, They're uh, create... Well... This name isn't going to help anything, but a creative processing with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's a very pretentious title, but yeah, like he, he had, um, uh, the first one. So he had Ryan Johnson on and he obviously directed him in brick and they talk a lot about writing and that was a really good episode. And then he had like, uh, Seth Rogen on and it was like really good. And it seemed like he was trying to be, uh, yeah, I feel like he's more self-aware too, because he's like trying to like pick their brain and be like, well, mm. what do you think about this? And like, how can we do this better? And like stuff like that. He's an interesting guy. Yeah, yeah when you, when you sure. start off on something, you you get overly enthusiastic for sure. And yeah, and I mean came, with anything. Yeah, yeah, came from being a child star. Yeah. And, well, I mean, yeah. like even when I start, like when I first get into something, I can. It's like a there's a curve. Mm. I forgot what it's called, but like when you start something, you think you're really good at it. <laughs> And then once you start going into it, you you go down the curve and you think you're shitty, but you you know you're pretty decent at it because you you're understand. Like in the middle, actually, yeah. yeah, you understand like how hard it is, really. So you think you're really bad at it because yeah. it's like the x and y axis of like your actual skill and your your perception of your own skill. And then when you start getting more and more into it, you like you have more confidence and you shoot up. So it's like a U shape thing. So when oh, yeah. you start anything, you think you're fucking badass yeah <laughs> if only i knew that when i started playing guitar good lord man just playing <laughs> fucking smoke on the water you thought you were fucking, goddamn... i am very badass yeah yeah but uh yeah wet hot american summer uh it's a great comedy um it i came to it really late like yeah i probably saw it for the first time after I, well i watched it after the prequel series um like right after i think i finished the last episode and started the movie and like watched it. Uh, yeah. And it was such a weird <laughs> fucking mind fuck. Cause I was like, yeah, it's the same characters. Like I get, I get the jokes now. Like they set it up in yeah. the prequel. Uh, but, um, 
but yeah, and just just it's an incredibly like rewatchable movie too. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it really is in that vein of something like Daisy Confused. Like Adam and I were talking about how it's like a similar thing where that that movie's not really. It's not like a. It's kind of a comedy, but it's like a. It's more of like a heartfelt like uh, homage to like an era. Whereas this is like kind of. Uh, it has a little bit of that, but it's kind of like a takedown of modern tropes and kind mm-hmm. of like uh, even even with like the Bradley Cooper Michael Ian Black thing, it seems like kind of a something more targeted at like a like a distasteful comedy trope that was like rising up at the era of like. Gay people are weird, huh? Let's uh, here's a joke about that. Yeah, yeah they're weird, huh? And that's like it. Like that's I mean, the joke. It, they're, they're socially acceptable, but it's just like, you yeah. Know, oh, they're just strange. Yeah, they're real weird. We're gonna poke jokes. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, yeah, there's stuff like that in this. There's like a little bit of commentary in that regard, but, um, but yeah, it's like a ton of like comedy legends. So many of who are still around today, still doing like excellent stuff, except for Molly Shannon. Uh, uh, has Molly Shannon been in much? No, I can't think of, I can't anything. Think of anything exactly. She's recently, uh, I mean, she's she's she doesn't need to do anything. She was said. the mom in Other People, a really good Jesse Plemons movie from uh, a few oh, years Matt, back. Oh, Meth Damon. Yeah, Meth Damon. Yeah, yeah. he. Uh, yeah, that's actually a really good movie. She's actually great in it. Um, go watch Other People. I think it's on Netflix. Um, and, but yeah, just like a bunch of icons, like doing some of their best work. Like, uh, Paul Rudd is like, oh, he's like he's, hard pressed to be funnier than he is in this fucking movie. And he's been funny so many times. It's funny because I remember after Clueless, I was a big fan of Clueless as a kid. And I remember pretending not to like it cause it was a girl movie. <laughs> yeah, then, for sure. This is so good. You know, I, I remember really liking the Joss character and Paul Rudd. I remember him being in some other movie with Jennifer Aniston, and I don't know what happened to him until I watched Anchorman. And then I realized, like, he has this movie and a bunch of other, like, movies in between that kind of fell under the radar or just weren't weren't popular <laughs> to, like, a 13-year-old. Yeah. Um, and it, it just, it, I realized that he's been a part of my life for, like, two decades, three, almost three decades now. Yeah. And did you know that he is your father? We have Paul Rudd <laughs> Paul right here. Coming out Come in on right in, now, Paul. He, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, no, comes I, and just sways <laughs> his head around. And just, hey, and then he, like, runs out. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so did you did you say friends like because that that's the thing that blew my mind somewhat recently is because like uh, my wife Amy always he has, was like, on Friends on. Oh, he, yeah. he's on I so forget. much yeah, yeah. he's on so I many episodes of that. Friends like Amy Fe- will just have like a Friends episode yeah. on and Phoebe's like it. boyfriend yeah. and husband right I, yeah yeah I, I, I never, think they get married they it's get like married so yeah I never so really funny. like got into Friends not because I didn't think it was good but. Phoebe was always my favorite, and when I learned that Paul Rudd played her, like, ultimate, like, you know, the person she ends up with made me, like, so happy. <laughs> like, fuck you. It That's was kind like, of like, adorable. Like, I don't have a sister, but if I had a sister, it felt like my sister was getting married to a cool guy. Like, I get to drink <laughs> beers with Paul Rudd. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All this other cute. stuff. That makes yeah. sense, yeah. I was, I was a Chandler guy. I was a Chandler oh, yeah, guy, too. Yeah. I, f- I really vibe with Chandler. Yeah. Uh who are the other Ross? Ross. I feel like Ross history has not been kind to the Rosses Ross. of the world. They, they uh, always talk about the How I Met Your Mother has the archetypes from Friends. Um, and I don't know if, oh, if you guys I've watched How I Met Your that. Mother. I'd watched all of it. Yeah. So so Ted is Ross. Robin is Rachel. 
uh, Lily and Marshall are essentially Chandler and Monica. And that explains why I love Lily and Marshall. Bar- yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. It's one of my favorite co- Well, the first few seasons, especially, my, my favorite couple. Yeah, that Marshall. show really, like, yeah. in the oh, end. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Barney is essentially a cartoon version of Joey, who's already a cartoon God, that version. That is so fucking true. Yeah, jo- yeah. Joey is is not a person. Yeah. Yeah, he is a he's cartoon. A yeah, he's a fucking... Yeah. That is I'm true. fucking stupid, and I fucking fuck women. <laughs> Dude, well, yeah, you're right. Like, Barney yeah. totally is, like, oh, yeah. an even amped up version of but like Joey, like in a corporate setting where it's like, ha the joke is we don't know what you do. And yeah. You're like kind of a sketchy guy. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that's the joke there. But yeah. I always like to ask people who are familiar with boat shows, who would win in a fight between Ted and Ross? Because <laughs> it would be oh, like man. the wimpiest fight I've ever met. Yeah, it really would. The thing is, I like Ted, though. I think I I don't know just probably the way that Ted is written. Yeah. Uh, what's the actor's name? Uh, jo- uh, Josh Redner. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Josh Ratner. Uh, he's he's I think inherently a lot more likable than Ross to me. <laughs> I, I still I, I can't stand Ted, but I oh, yeah. prefer him tenfold over Ross. Yeah, Ross is like yeah. Well, it's also yeah, like the era wasn't oh, yeah. doesn't age great because sure, Ross yeah. is like. What do you mean? There's a male, like a male nanny watching your son, and yeah. it's like, what is this fucking show? <laughs> like, like this show's kind of timeless in a lot of ways, but then Ross comes in and he's like, "What do you mean the kid's gay?" And it's like, "What the what? fuck?" Okay, it's weird, dude. Yeah, Ross no, is like I, this weird. I, I, God, I gotta find the clip. Oh, oh, watch oh it. my God! Yeah, do, do you know what I'm talking about? The one where it's so where weird. Ross like goes to like train. <laughs> He like goes to a self defense class, yeah. and like oh, yeah. they, they take the off the laugh track, track. Yeah. and it's so fucking cringy because it's like, how do I beat her, her up? up yeah. How do I beat her in a fight? And it's silence, it's, and the laugh and the track's guy, going on, but the, and the instructor's just like, just like staring at him. <laughs> You know, if the laugh track is like not kind to your character (laughs) when it's removed, then like something is off. Like, yeah. Oh my God. I guess a lot of reason why a lot of shows don't do laugh tracks anymore because it it kind of, it puts things into context. Um, Yeah. Big Bang Theory kind of scraped by at the end there. Yeah. There's a, there's a podcast um, on Spotify. I think it's only on Spotify from the ringer called Music Exists. And it's Chuck Klosterman and um, Chris Ryan, who's a writer for The Ringer. And one of, there's an episode where they talk about, it's not about music necessarily, but it's rather about how we listen to music. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how there is context for music. And I feel like it translates to comedy so well in the sense that like, you can listen to a Radiohead album by yourself without, no, without any context. You don't know who Radiohead is. And you can feel a certain way, mm-hmm. but then you start reading into it and like say like you're like oh that that sounded okay, and then you realize like oh this song is actually about this, and it enhances how you feel about the the song, mm. and it could make you like it more, it could make you hate it, but it either way it has an effect on you, and you know we talk a lot about like being affected by you know either fake news or opinions and things like that. Yeah. And there's always those people who are like oh you should just think for yourself. What's well, really difficult to do that, and I feel like comedy like what Hot American Summer is a type of comedy that really puts you into context to like other things and to enjoy. I feel like had I not watched mm-hmm. this movie, I could probably not enjoy they came together because yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. it to a whole other level. And mm-hmm. like being able to appreciate the different types of comedy 
it's because of those contexts, because we can read into it and talk about, you know, the, the, the different layers of what Hot American Summer, that it kind of enhances the feeling of watching it again. And I think it's, I, this is one of the reasons I love your podcast, because we kind of dig into this. And I love watching movies before and after you guys do a podcast, because it makes, mm. it changes the way I feel. Either, it, not so much that it makes me like something I didn't like, or makes something dislike it to something I didn't like, but it definitely enhances how I feel about it to watch it with that context. Yeah. That's cool, man. Thanks for saying that. that yeah, that's for sure. I don't know what else to add to that. That's <laughs> yeah, I know. That's <laughs> really nice to hear that. that um, that's good. Yeah, uh, this movie here. is, uh, I mean, I hadn't seen it before. It's my first time I watched it, and it kind of just, uh, you know, subverted my expectations, mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson. I had to, see, I, you gotta do is, some. I like, was gonna make a Last Jedi <laughs> joke like when we first started, because yeah. we something led right into it, as it always fucking does, and I was like, I won't. I think I, I think I'm like good. the last Jedi. I, hilariously to me is like f- like being erased from my mind, and I just like <laughs> starting to like forget it more. Well, it's and almost more. like there was a whole movie that did that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I, 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 I was tempted to to talk about the rise of Skywalker for this episode. We don't have to. It's fine. I mean, we can all just agree that is a fucking flabby pile of garbage. That movie I mean, sucks. I hate if that there's anything, so I mean, you might not like the Last Jedi, but boy, Last my, Jedi is fucking way better than my rise favorite of thing about Rise of Skywalker that's come out is all the like the redubs, like basically. Movie's done. People have watched it. And then the Star Wars Twitter's like, oh, by the way, Emperor Palpatine was a clone. Dude, that has been <laughs> my, like, perverse, like, like, I'll always love Star Wars. That's not going to change. Yeah. Like, nothing, even Rise of Skywalker being bad, is going to do that. But, like, uh, yeah, just, like, I am getting, like, a lot of, like, satisfaction out of, like, the Star Wars Twitter account being, like, well, okay, actually, uh, he wasn't <laughs> fucking... Listen, he wasn't fucking. It was his clone, his failed clone son, okay? <laughs> and then his failed clone son had Ray, and that's what happened. That's facts. And it's just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, just the... Yeah, just the rigmarole of trying to, like, make J.J. <laughs> Abrams bullshit, like, rush script make sense. It's like, all right, whatever. I'll just wait for the new shit, like... Who cares? Like skipping to the punchline, and then like the punchline is not as good as you remember. Like, oh, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, the guy was deaf. That's why this is funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's basically everything that's come out since the movie, and yeah. I, I've, it's made me like really enjoy all the takes, especially the people who were so pissed about the last Jedi that they tried to make it seem like Skywalker Rise of Skywalker was good. That's a real bummer crowd, oh, dude. I've I've, mm. di- I've dived into those uh, those <laughs> conversations here and there. It's, it's those Twitter sad. threads, man. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> Raylo is good because X, Y, and Z. Yeah, all that stuff. Also, um, who cares? Yeah. Also, who cares? Very true. Hashtag. Um, you, oh yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> your thoughts. Anyway, yeah, um, definitely. Um, this movie is a great comedy. I mean, it it does the co- it, when when you think of um, a satire, like I think this is this really hits like. Um, the nail on the head mm-hmm. for for like those eighties um, teen teen comedy dramas. So um, I I mean I never was really into those anyway. But I you know, you be around the block enough in movies and media, you get you get an idea of like yeah, those tropes. tropes and are, it, yeah. the, I'm pretty sure I probably missed out on, on some some jokes here and there because I wasn't like the most familiar with like that genre but overall like you know it, it, it's great like 
it, I, I, it'd be hard for me to recommend this movie to anybody who isn't into absurdism. It's just like, it's not, there's, I mean, many people aren't into absurdist like comedy and it's, t- I totally get that. Like absurdism is like a hard thing to just like mm. accept because it's, because when you first like look at absurdist comedy, you think it's juvenile because you, you, you think about like Looney Tunes and like the reason why kids laugh at um, Looney Tunes is because it's like, oh, I expected the physical laws to turn out this way and, and then it subverts it and you're like, oh, that's funny because I get it. I get that it, it w- the physical laws were like broken in this. Mm-hmm. And then you look at like, you know, something like this, it's like, Oh, like I get, oh yeah, it's just trying to be funny because it's so stupid and it's subverting like shit, and that's why you know people get turned off by that sort of thing. But again, it's like knowing where um, you know Michael Ian Black and Michael Showater and David Wayne are at on their sort of level of absurdity. If it enhances the experience to where it's like you, you, you kind of get like what they're doing with it. I mean, I can't say that I fully get it, but I know that it's funny, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely want to go back and watch watch me some Stella now and uh, get back into their their whole fucking suit comedy shit. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I, I think that uh, it, it's a shame that you know this movie didn't make money, but I totally understand why it didn't you know like it's it's we talked about hot rod a little bit mm. and i almost think that like um yeah i i think hot rod is actually an interesting example because that movie is also i think in many ways very similar and it's like yeah and it's juggling of this like uh what what is that movie kind of like i guess it's like a coming of age yeah like yeah. inspirational movie is what that movie's kind of He's finding himself and he wants to be proud of who he is. Yeah. And it's like uh, that. I don't think that movie really exists with that wet, hot American summer. So I I hope like I hope wet, hot is a movie that like maybe this is why it's already a cult classic. Why it's number two on best comedies of 2001 is like maybe because people saw hot rod. And like the thing is, I I didn't uh, I mean. It's rated R, right? Yeah, so I couldn't have seen this movie when I was uh, <laughs> yeah. in 2001. So it's like I I had to revisit this movie later, and I think I I'm, I'm glad that like it sucks that it didn't make money, but uh, it's it's also cool that like a lot of people are like, wait, Paul Rudd, Amy Poehler, and fucking Bradley Cooper were in like yeah. a cult <laughs> comedy classic. Like, okay, I'll check this out. Like, mm. I liked Hot Rod, uh, so yeah, it's it's cool. Thanks for picking this one. Oh, for yeah, sure. this it is was fun. Yeah. Great, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Glad we got to talk a, a, a fun. Have we talked a comedy before? I'm sure we have. Well, we talked uh, Unaccompanied Minors, the finest comedy of 2011 <laughs> yeah. uh, or whatever the fuck that came Unaccompanied out. Unaccompanied Minors is great. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it is a good. Yeah. It's a good movie in the worst way possible. Listen, guys. If you're not. Wet Hot, <laughs> Unaccompanied Minors. Fucking back to back. Get a bottle of uh, <laughs> fucking schnapps. Get a bottle of schnapps. Gold, kill it. gold schlager or whatever it is. Kill it before unaccompanied yeah. minors even starts. You're going to have the time of your life. Listen, yeah. we're all in quarantine. Let's Why the fuck not go Why order not? it from 
Pizza Hut or wherever you get your Listen, alcoholic Pizza beverages. Hut, they're serving liquor now. It's the wild, wild west. <laughs> there are no fucking rules anymore. Yeah, like you're going to tell your kids, I remember the time when I bought, you know, a bottle of Goldschlager from yeah. Pizza Hut. They delivered you- unaccompanied minors <laughs> on DVD and a fucking <laughs> bottle of gold. Schlager to my house and, it, and a DVD player, the the little portable <laughs> ones, you know, with the little screen. You zoomers, zoomers don't even know how yeah. good they have it right now. <laughs> o- with their- only, yeah, <laughs> only fucking nineties kids know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, thanks, Eric, so pro- much for coming on. Real yeah. quick, I want to plug oh, my, yeah, yeah, my yeah. podcast. Please uh, do, please. Cover please. stories. Uh, we are currently in our second season. Uh, we've been doing uh, since January. We've got quite a few episodes. Uh, in addition to our performance episodes, we now have mini episodes where we invite somebody. They don't do a performance. Um, they just we just talk about a cover that they like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to get you guys either together or separately. Has anyone oh, yeah. done Weird Al yet? We've talked about Weird Al, but we haven't talked exclusively about that for the episode. Because, so. like, Weird Al is, like, yeah, like, he's so the yeah, we can, cover. Yeah, we can definitely do that for a uh, Weird Al special. Yes. For a B-side, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got to come on. The thi- yeah. I haven't played guitar in a while, so I don't think I'd cover anything. Well, if you Maybe. want, you can just do a B-side, which is, you know, just yeah, to talk about a cover. For sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, some covers. We had, uh, we had Agent M from Tsunami Bomb on, uh, who lives in San Antonio, Emily Whitehurst. Under the band Survival Guide, that was like a dream come true for me. Just talking to someone who I listened to their, her music like when I was a teenager. So yeah, um, she did uh, a Smoking Pope song. We just added some bonus content. She did a Lana Del Rey song. Ah. We got a couple of Nirvana covers. Um, there is uh, J. Frank Wilson, the Last Kiss song that Pro Jam did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Signs, your buddy Andrew Signs, did the Used song, um, oh, a song okay. by the Used. What song? Uh, on my own. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, it's a good song. We've got uh, Brett. Um, Have you done Rock Band on there yet? Rock oh, Band, the game. <laughs> we talked about Rock Band. <laughs> a little you doing bit. rock because that's a cover because people are playing it. We I, I make fair, it a point yeah. to talk about almost every episode how much I love Rock Band. <laughs> rock it's, Band, fucking dude. We played the fuck out of Rock Band back in the back day. in the Hell day. Yeah, I learned how to play drums from Rock Band. Wow, yeah, you definitely learn how to play drums on oh, yeah. rock band. It makes more sense. I never, I was fucking terrible. I've always yeah, been I was never good at drums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we got we got Brett Stokes producing stuff. He's recording it now, and it's taking it to oh, another yeah. level. Hell yeah, man! Um, he knows the shit. Yeah, and he's going to be on an episode later too, oh, where yeah, he nice. does uh, Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy. I think I heard a clip of that. Yeah, it's, good. it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check it check it out. I uh, can't wait till you guys are on. So hell yeah, man. yeah. Pencil that in. We, well, you, that we shall. I just not. I'm not very good with music, but I'll do my best. <laughs> we could talk about the music video directors if y'all wanted to. Oh yeah, oh, like yeah. fucking. Uh, That's you know. right. So we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, Michael pitch. Bay. Fucking uh, PTA. PTA. Yeah. Yeah, um, PTA. We talked about uh, him because uh, David Fincher. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. My girlfriend Sean came on. We talked about Fiona Apple's cover of. Um, of uh, the Beatles song uh, Across the Universe, PTA yeah. directed a music video. Wait huh. for Fiona Apple. Yeah. Whoa, really? It's a great music video. That's cool. That's awesome. That's I need cool. to. I need to catch up on his. Have you seen Anima? No. His Anima's oh, great. Man, <laughs> Anima fucking rules, dude. Uh, it's like a fifteen minute. You know what it is? Like fifteen minute long, three song Tom York like yeah. music short film. God, it's so. Fucking I've seen good. Suspiria. Speaking of Tom York, no, version? no, I still <laughs> you still have the NC Suspiria. It's on fucking Amazon too. I know. Suspiria, it's on the list. Is pretty good. Yeah. The, the ending kind of haunts me. Actually, it's kind of scary. Like yeah. even for me, it's about witches, right? Yeah, because yeah. all witches are. 
Yeah, anyways. <laughs> um, uh, but cool, man. Yeah, everybody yeah. listen to Cover Stories. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Dealer's Choice episode. For sticking with us here, we are going to... I mean, have, what else are you going to do? You're at home. You're at home. You're home. What, listen, the, what the fuck else? Be patient. Just we'll some new stuff coming. <laughs> just listen to our shit while you're, you know, eating... Your essential oils or something. Your essential oil, your bars of soap, you're eating your toilet paper because you have so much of it because you hoarded it. Um, motherfuckers. I mean, who else do you want to listen to when you when death is knocking on your door? You guys have been to hell, so you guys are pretty have. Well, that's very that's true. true. So <laughs> the thing is, we've witnessed yeah. the face of evil, and it's fine. The it's thing is, fine. it's fine. You're going to watch some bad movies when you go to hell, when you die. It's really not a big deal. And it's kind of fine. And you'll watch an unaccompanied minors. You'll drink like warm Miller Lite. You remember that joke? Yeah, remember warm Miller. Yeah, I can't believe I you, can't you believe brought that, that up shit. from yeah. your fucking memory banks yeah. there. Uh, you'll be next to a, uh, what's the place we were next to in hell? What? Uh, sharp, sharper image. You'll oh. be next to a sharper oh, image. Oh, yeah, a sharper um, image because it has the black Jewish kid there. That's true. He works there. Unaccompanied minors joke. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not racist or against Jews. It's It's just a a joke in that movie. Jokes for the Wet Hot American Summer episode. Yes, the context for all this to be funny. Exactly. And listen to season two of our our dumb little movie show. But But seriously, uh, guys, you know it really does suck. I know that these are weird and strange times that we're living in. But you know. You, we could use this opportunity to be creative and reach out to the ones that you love. Not maybe not physically, but Face you can zoom them. You can zoom them. Mm-hmm. Pick up a new hobby. You know, yeah. call up your friend, talk to them. It's not think of think of ways to to get on by because you know maybe this is the time that we can finally figure out something to change our lives. So you know, mm-hmm. use it wisely. Get, get into aquascaping. Get into aquascaping. Watch. Uh, Pick a like a old director that you like a movie of mm-hmm. and just watch all his movies. Don't text your ex. Don't text your ex. <laughs> Don't do Don't it. Do that. <laughs> Listen, we're all cooped up in our homes and just uh, just playing it by ear. Playing we're it by ear. We're fucking workshopping it. Stop live. going to the grocery store and buying too much meat. Yeah. Stop it. Let just other people have some meat. Get shit delivered or pick it up at the restaurant. Go. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's about it. That's about Eric, it. Eric, thanks for coming on. Thank oh, you. for sure. Thanks for having me. <laughs> stay home. Stay, stay safe. Home. Uh, stay positive. Stay positive. Yeah. Posy. Posy vibes. Twenty twenty. <laughs> no, I don't know. Posy vibes. Listen, stay tuned. Oh we'll my have god. New we'll, we'll have podcasts some new at some point. Out, yeah. Maybe Edgar Wright, Taika Waititi. It's a fucking good idea. That's a good idea. Fucking really good idea. So mm, possibly that. Mm. Possibly that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye.